Meanwhile, in the pod cave. to another edition of the Podman. I'm Alex. I'm Brian. I'm Podman Ron. And I'm Brad. <laughs> and this I'm is Brad. an all new and all special edition, ladies and gentlemen, of the Zack Snyder's Justice League review by the Podman. We're just going to dive in and just talk about the four hour long epic or dud Depending on who, what you think, um, that <laughs> nowhere is in between. Again, absolutely, nowhere it's either going to be an ap- it's, epic it's or a epic. Dud. not for uh, yeah, not for no, absolute no. Alex. No, no, it's epic <laughs> or done. You better, you better rotten tomatoes this shit. You better Twitter this shit because it's it's one or the other binary skill, baby. Let's go, movie song, boom. <laughs> All right, Zack Snyder's Justice League, a movie that was supposed to come out four years ago, is now it kind of did. It kind of did. did. Uh, is now on HBO Max as a four-hour cut. Basically, all the footage that Zack Snyder shot plus four minutes of additional footage that he shot last fall. Uh, this is something that fans wanted. We released the Snyder Cut. was trending for four years. At the two-year mark, they had this whole campaign. It was massive. The stars got involved. People got involved. And what's beautiful about this is not only that we're letting a director whose vision got tampered with by both the studio and by Joss Whedon, that we're also letting we're also letting some, we're also letting we're letting an artist finish, but we're also letting someone honor the memory of his daughter through this beautiful work, um, which I think is absolutely dead. His daughter committed suicide. Let's let's chill out a little bit here. All right. Did it? Did it? Was it related to the Snyder Cut? Yeah, she yeah, saw she, it. Yeah, I, <laughs> all right. Wow, this these is are really these, this is really going to be wanted to go, so yeah. I teed him up. We're this gonna is, edit this part out of the podcast. No, <laughs> if we want to ever have a career, too real um, with the pod men here, Alex. You got to get but, this shit under control. All right, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, a, a very muddled history of the Snyder Cut, uh, but we're here now uh, after basically fans <laughs> bullied their way of this getting on HBO Max. Yeah, pretty pretty much bullied. Um, but, I agree. Uh, yeah, the, I think the plot summary is kind of the same. It's pretty much it's not the same movie by any means, um, but I mean vaguely, it's still the movie where Steppenwolf. Uh, our big bad, who's from Apocalypse, is coming to Earth for, to find some three boxes, and the Justice League are uniting. <laughs> three boxes, you know? man. <laughs> three but, fucking boxes. But he doesn't have a fetish for them this time, which is nice. I mean, in the last movie, he mother. had a real fetish. Mother. Yeah. He, he does have motivation. Fetish. His motivation, he does have motivation. Is he's, on, he's on final warning. 
Like one more strike, and he's gonna be fired <laughs> yeah. from new. And speaking of, Dennis, uh, get that fancy of armor of his stripped off. And yeah. speaking of, yeah, we'll we'll start talking with uh, characters, basically. Well, uh, but, but, I wanna... but hold on, Alex, just real quick oh, before we get in. No, no, I just wanted to. One of the obvious things about it. I, that I wanted to just kind of un- get an understanding from the podman whether it bothered you or not. Uh, the aspect ratio. Oh yeah. So this was presented That's as good. a four by three IMAX type uh, 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 aspect ratio as opposed to sixteen yep. by nine. I just want to get a knee jerk. Was this something that you were like, "What the hell is going on here?" And then by, uh, four hours later, did you even notice there was a difference? Did you notice that your TV shrunk? Uh, I got two questions. Why did they, the aspect was different? Why was it shot like that? And, and two, no, I, I didn't really care. I mean, it was still long. <laughs> he filmed it for IMAX. Like, it yeah, was filmed not, for IMAX, and then they decided, yeah. okay, we can make it 16 by 9 and crop off a bunch of the uh, uh, the footage or just, or just you know, fit it all in the screen but by making the whole yeah. image smaller. So Yeah, so its original intention was to be 4 by 3 um, so, hey, Alex, did think, that bother you? No, I don't. I, I, I think it actually, it, it's kind of an egotistical director's choice. I mean, whether you do that or not, even yeah. if it, I ever, I think that's kind of one thing. The, well, the Snyder Cut, the, deciding whether the Snyder Cut is basically a, a jerk fest for Zack Snyder or not is regardless of the conversation. But that moment, I can I can see where fans are like, did he really need to make it four by three? But that's his preference, and yeah. so I'm not going okay. to tank it. Fair I enough. feel like uh, this may be one of the first strikes against him, right? Because uh, Christopher Nolan <laughs> did some IMAX scenes, like in you know uh, The Dark Knight. Yeah. The whole bank robbery scene was IMAX, but that was it. It was like they let yeah. Christopher Nolan indulge himself for 10 minutes of the film, 12 minutes of the film, but they didn't shoot the whole damn thing in in, uh, in IMAX, you know, 4 by 3 yeah. I feel like this might have been the very first inkling that there was a problem for the producers, that he wanted Probably. to shoot the entire film in the IMAX, knowing that how many IMAX screens are, you know, are there across the country? In, Fair. So, yeah, yeah, if it was if it was a good monetary decision on the studio's part to let him do that, that's besides the point. So, yeah, I agree. It does feel a little bit self-indulgent, but do I care? No, I still think it's a really beautiful film uh, overall. All right, um, so you were you were heading before I interrupted you, Alex. Character development, I think, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, first, I just want to talk about uh, uh, in the original Justice League cut. Uh, there's a notable lack of extra added characters that's expanded the universe, such as Darkseid, Ryan Choi, Martian Manhunter, Volko, uh, Iris West, uh, more scenes uh, with Mara, all Deathstroke, even. Uh, what what was the reaction for y'all for these characters? Uh, any noticeable favorites? Any ones that you were like, oh, that's kind of lame? Uh, Amber Heard had a weird British accent. Uh, that's notable. <laughs> uh, what did you think? Uh, well, I, I like uh, I like Mara's, and I liked her in the, the 2017 Justice League. Uh, she, I liked her hair wasn't so cartoony red like she was in the. <laughs> the Aquaman movie that she kind of felt a little bit more like a real character. And, and I think you're right, Alex, that these do kind of help flesh out the universe. And some of the ones that you mentioned with Iris West and uh, uh, the uh, nightmare sequence, the folks that are in the nightmare sequence and all that, uh, of course we didn't see before. 
so yeah, it, it felt like it was a little bit more confined, the, the original Justice League, and this one opened it up a little bit, I agree. Batman Ron? <laughs> what was the question? Wow. Huh. All right. Brian? Uh, uh, Brian? No, no, no. What, what was the question? I'm sorry. What did you think about the added characters that were taken out of the original Cup of Justice League? Like Darkseid, Ryan Choi, Marshall Manhunter, Volko, uh, Mormera, Joker. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I, I really loved Darkseid. I thought that was really cool. I loved, I loved all of that. Um, Mera, I could take her or leave her. I, I liked her better in the Aquaman movie, but I mean, she was fine. I mean, she was, you know, it made more sense to have her in this movie. Um, it, it flowed better. Um, who else was new? Uh, uh, Marshall Ryan Manhunter. Yeah, yeah, he was, uh, yeah nah, that was no biggie. But uh, Marshall Manhunter was kind of a stupid little uh, addition. I mean, that whole, the, the scene at the end with him coming to Bruce and like, hey, you know, your parents would be proud of you. And Bruce would be like, who the fuck are you? And, you know, how do you know my parents? I mean, <laughs> you, I mean, how do you know my and parents would be proud were of you me? When, I mean, when were we when, yeah, well, when you're fighting the invasion? Getting, yeah, we're, yeah, we're fighting these people. Wonky. Where the fuck were you at? You know, I mean, he, well, yeah. <laughs> not just that, but what about the fact that he went to Lois disguised as Martha and had this whole conversation with her? I'm like, <laughs> that's a little <laughs> creepy. Yeah. Like, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> yeah. I think Martian Manhunter, his inclusion in this whole universe is weird. I mean, he's he's in Man of Steel, he's in Batman v Superman, and now he's in this, but he doesn't help at all. No, like he just is a, like the, he, the laziest. The one thing he does, around. the one thing he does is he he tells the president he shouldn't nuke Superman or something. It makes no sense. I mean. It's very odd that this is what Zack Snyder chose to do. I like seeing him. I thought the design was pretty good. The CGI was a little wonky oh, the first time around. But I think I, I still like the design overall. Um, and, yeah, that last scene did feel really weird. And I don't know. It, that was one of the scenes I think Zack Snyder added last late fall of right. last year. And yeah. you can kind of tell. Ben Affleck looks very skinny. Yeah. And they're definitely not sober. looking at each yeah. other. Yeah. They're not looking at each other while they're filming. Like the two actors are clearly not in the same room. Uh, it's very weird and it's very noticeable. But I think it's still a nice ending um, overall. And, and uh, Alex, is it is it true, Alex, that uh, Martian Manhunter at the end was supposed to be Green Lantern, or there was yeah. rumor of that? So yes, the whole thing, Martian Man thing, Manhunter thing may have just been fan service because hey, I can't do Green Lantern. Eh, who else has a green glow about him? How about this guy? Yeah, how about that guy? Yeah, uh, it was supposed to be, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be Jon Stewart, or uh, and then Ryan Reynolds is how Jordan was supposed to show up somewhere else. Um, but apparently the studio just said, fuck off, no. Uh, yeah, they're that, they're, they're that. saving Jon Stewart for something else, is what they say. Yeah, but I thought uh, the inclusion of Ryan Choi was a nice addition, teasing yeah. that character's future, uh, doing a Chinese actor from... Future isn't the cul-de-sac. <laughs> it's, it's nowhere. Um, but yeah, uh, getting into more of, uh, I guess, the lesser developed characters, the characters that had a little less to do. Uh, I feel like Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Lois Lane didn't have the most, like, I feel like they didn't have the most character development that other characters did in this movie. Uh, Wonder Woman pretty much serves the purpose of being kind of the empathetic 
member of the group, you know, the character that gives everyone compassionate advice and gets cyborg on and that. And then Aquaman's more of, I guess, the moral reason. I, if okay. if that's what you Look would go this. towards. Uh, see, when Alex is in charge, boys, he starts assigning <laughs> role. You know these deep philosophical <laughs> roles to these cinematic people. Uh, you know, I, I, I will say that Podman Ron, you said you like Dark Side. I liked him <laughs> pretty well, uh, but you know what? I kind of, in, in CGI aside. Um, yeah, I, I kind of wanted my dark side to be kind of more like uh, Ben Grimm, more rocky featured as opposed to fleshy type feature. You know, I always kind of pictured his face and his body being kind of like the things. And when seeing him in here where it's more fleshy, I'm like, oh, that, that didn't uh, match up with what I expected. Well, to me, he always looked like Thanos. So it kind of seemed like to me that they really didn't want to go that round. <laughs> yeah. You mean you mean Thanos, Thanos. looked like dark side? <laughs> you mean Thanos looked like dark side? Well, I mean, you know, I know what you're saying, hey, hey. but Thanos is out there first, so in the cinematic it, Yeah, it's true. This is true. Um, so I guess getting in, uh, where, where, what other, um, I guess we can get into Steppenwolf. Uh, yeah, man had to... more man or more character time. Yeah. What do we think? Motivations? What, what's, what well, we think of Steppenwolf now as a villain? Him. Yeah, I liked him a lot. Yeah, I like yeah. Steppenwolf. I thought they the, he that was vastly improved over the Whedon show. Yeah, I agree. Uh, his character design way better. Uh, Brian, uh, what did you think of? Uh, did he have good motivation this time around? What, what were you thinking? S- he had some motivation, but <laughs> he, he didn't want to get his ass fired. Yeah. So, Desaad was ready to go firing him. Desaad was ready. Yeah, Desaad was like the HR manager. She had him on final notice, or he had him on final warning. Like any misstep, he was getting his. I told slip. you. I told you he's so, gonna fuck up. Dark side's gonna be pissed when he hears about this. <laughs> I, th- I think. I think the. I think Stephen Wolf overall is a way better, at least more intimidating villain, especially in that sequence in. Um, on Themyscira, I thought that was way longer, and I thought it was really fucking cool. Uh, the CGI was a little wonky in some places, and the green screening was a little off. But other than that, I thought that sequence was really dope. Um, I feel like Desaad was the assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> <laughs> just waiting to jump in there and just, tell yeah. people about just stuff. Wait. See, he was the Dwight yes. of the scenario, <laughs> yeah. ready to fire uh, Steppenwolf's gym at any at any moment. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, um, Steppenwolf says he found the anti-life equation, but he ain't delivered it yet. No, he didn't. And that was that was a that was a unique little bit of the movie that wasn't in the theatrical cut four years ago. Was the anti-life equation actually being something that that that's actually what they're looking for? It's not even that they're looking for the mother boxes; is that they're using the mother boxes to find the equation. Which makes sense, because what was the motivation to even get the boxes in the beginning for this uh, Whedon cut? Does anyone even remember? Well, no, uh, they, they were, they, the boxes would terraform Earth. Like, the boxes were in yeah. terraform Earth. The uh, anti-life equation was an, it was an added bonus, but it wasn't. They oh. didn't know the anti-life equation was on Earth until midway point in the movie. So the, they, uh, just were, they just were terraforming it, just to yeah. terraform. Just now, to do it. <laughs> I'll. Well, he had said that he had like fifty. Uh, that this was weird yeah. too. When when Desaad said, "You still owe Darkseid fifty million worlds," I'm like, 
Jesus, that seems like a lot. That's like, a lot. Uh, I mean, <laughs> couldn't I mean you could have just said five thousand and I would have been equally impressed. Or three, but uh, three more words. Or, yeah, three more, three more. <laughs> let, let me know he's close to finishing. Yeah. Um, the uh, well, the thing I kind of took issue with with the mother boxes is they were just a MacGuffin. I mean, the mother boxes were actually yeah. like you know super intelligent computers that you know all the new gods used. Uh, the fact that there's three, they're, it's like they just said, well, what can we use as a MacGuffin, you know, that everybody's chasing throughout the whole movie? Oh, these things called mother boxes. Okay. Well, that's not really well, what they're designed to do. Like, it's kind of, yeah. they, they cha- definitely changed what the original uh, so, Jack Kirby intent was, right? Definitely. But I, I took maybe maybe my English majorness is rubbing off on me a little too much. But when it, I guess that point where um, Cyborg's in his, like, when he's, trying to go into the unity and he's separating it at the end of the movie and they like turns like witches and we see them earlier yeah. in the flashback sequences as like three witches i i thought it was kind of Macbethian. um maybe i'm stretching it uh, uh but that kind of seems where we were going uh as 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 temptresses as um people who knew fates and things like that uh, and they seem to do that with cyborg a lot tempt him with fates and yeah like the crows like the uh yeah. from uh clash of the titans yeah, uh, so I, I don't know. I, I kind of like – well, I agree. I don't think the mother, mother boxes were fleshed out. I do kind of like that aspect of them, that they – it's not perfect, but I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm reading into it a little too much, but I kind of like that um, area of, of mythology to them. Um, but let's get into the league, shall we? Uh, let's talk about the Justice League itself. Uh, like I said, I don't think Wonder Woman and Aquaman – I don't think they had much to do. Um, other than – other than, Other than what did Wonder Woman have to do? Anybody? Uh, I, I noticed it right away, and then all over the Twitter sphere, it was all over the place. Alex? Oh, what? I don't. She cut off his head. Uh, well, huh? she went for the headshot. No, uh, the <laughs> which I know. I'm sure you'll want to get into the uh, uh, the score and everything, Alex. Uh, but yes. every time oh, no. <laughs> Wonder <Yeah>. Woman <laughs> looks at the camera, you hear. Oh, yeah. doo, 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 which I love that yeah. theme. I love Wonder Woman's theme, but not every time she's on screen. That was a little it, bit too much. It was, it was, it was very excessive. Yeah. <laughs> it was their lens flare. It was, it was, a, it was yeah. definitely yeah. thanks, JJ. Yeah, it was definitely an. It was, yeah, that was a little much. Um, yeah, I guess that is what Wonder Woman offered to this movie. She did offer the best music. I think both of those yes. pieces are are really good. Excessive. But I think they are the best pieces in the movie um, in terms of notable well, scores. If we could talk about music for a second. We can. Was the, the indulgence of, you know, having the Aquaman slow motion walking into the, to the you know, <laughs> right. the, 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 the tide, you know, the vicious tide of, uh, of that pier. That's cool and all. And it's, I'm totally fine if everybody has one of those moments. But it seemed like everybody had like three. Everybody had plenty of time for it. And it was like, okay. I mean, well, how many times do we have to have the slow-mo shot with the Tom Waits song in the background? <laughs> Which I, I, uh, I like uh, Icky Thump in that scene from the from this, uh, Josh Whedon one better than, than Tom Waits. Oh, yeah. It was. I like that. Yeah. I, yes. I didn't care for him just throwing shit into the ocean like that, by the way, though. He threw his shirt in the ocean, which he should have never had on in the first place. Uh, but he always tears. Yeah, he always tears his shirt. Yeah, he must always have to like 
come on land at a souvenir shop or a gift <laughs> shop so he can get the shirt. What she's going to immediately throw off as soon as he goes back. Right. As soon as he goes back Throws in the bottles ocean. in the yeah. ocean. He don't give a shit. Well, what was weird was what was that weird lady the that held his <laughs> sweater? Let's go back to the beginning. Caressed it. I yeah. mean, yeah, it was. I, there was some strange some, stuff in this Aquaman movie. Aquaman has I mean, some weird fans. Aquaman has. They some all really were. Weird fans. Everything was weird. But I thought I maybe think, that I was going to be dolphin. <laughs> you know, because the dolphin has white hair, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what. That's uh, what I thought. That's but, good point. You know, I don't think it is, but I made up that in my head. I, well, I, it makes sense. I mean, Zack Snyder really likes to look at these characters like mythical gods, and I think that's why he includes so many scenes, like slow mo scenes, and then scenes like with people singing and stuff like that to like honor them. It's very weird. It, it, it's he has. It's very weird how he looks at these characters. But it kind I mean, of does anybody else on feel like scale? Every all the men in that village were cuckolded. For, for whatever, for however many months, yeah. Aquaman was there. You know, he's, like he his son just had like a sign up sheet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll see my wife again in four months, baby. On the king's tide. On the king's, On the king's tide. tide. Um. Which, by the uh, way, fly- why couldn't have oh. Bruce Wayne just took a helicopter down there? Why? Uh, how long had he been riding on that True. horse? Oh no! But no, they had. They said the, that the storm had uh, that ah. no helicopter could pass through the storm. They, okay. they, they, right. they, thank, I, you, I, thank you for that one. I when watch when watching the movie the second time, I picked that up because I had the same question the first time. Very good. But um, if it's that bad, a storm is riding horseback impossible. <laughs> <laughs> he's Batman. <laughs> yeah, he's Batman. It's Bat Horse. I mean, no again, horse. and I think this is also <laughs> what you're getting at. And even though you haven't quite got there yet, Alex, is the slow-mo shots, the cinema. I mean, I've always said this back on Man of Steel as well. Man of Steel. Uh, Zack Snyder paints a beautiful picture. He paints these he iconic does. Alex Rossian type pictures. And the, you yeah. get those, the slow-mo from it and these like, oh, type moments and all that. These I very like ethereal that. images. Same. Maybe I, a little I, bit too I, much, is- but generally speaking, I'm in favor of it. This is this is the first time I've I've liked the images he's brought to the table. I, I feel like they actually heighten the story and they heighten these characters, um, and it and it allows for when they do have human moments that those actually really do mean something because these are these godlike heroes. But the human moments then are even more amplified by by even the slow mo bits, um, which I think is great. Um, I think Flash, who is a character I want to talk about, who actually. I hated in the theatrical cut and actually really enjoyed in this cut. Um, his his slow-mo scene is my favorite uh, in the film uh, with the uh, Iris West's car um, being blown up and the whole slow-mo scene around that. I love that scene. I think it's both – it's charming. It's fun. It's, it's beautiful. It's, it has a great song choice. I, I actually – that's probably <laughs> one of my favorite <clears throat> music scenes video. in the movie. Brian is um, grumbling. Yeah, there, Brian. Like Brian, what's, old man. what's 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 your thoughts on Barry Allen and, and Zack Snyder's Justice League? He is my least favorite character. Wow. Ah. Like, like, and that's saying something. Like, <laughs> but but he's absolutely my least favorite character. He tries way too hard. He's not. He doesn't really come across as charming. He comes across as just kind of like 
and I'm doctor. He's like a retard. I mean, <laughs> like he's like here we slow. go. All right, Alex, you got to get, go. you gotta get it. He right, comes right. across like he's got right. a mental deficiency. Right. I mean, no, no, he's an awkward. He's a socially. He awkward. does seem like. I'll say this. He does seem like he might be on the spectrum. Yeah, but it does <laughs> thank not you, mean, Brian. You can't thank call him you. the R word just because of that. Well, I didn't mean that. You cannot. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> You shouldn't call anyone the R word, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't mean it like that. No, not like that. No, not like that. Uh, But I I can see where that can come across. I found uh, Barry Allen to be actually his jokes hit for me this time around. I thought he he added a nice sense of levity. And I think he has possibly the best action moment in the entire movie. Uh, That whole scene of him running back in time is beautiful and jaw-dropping. And I visibly kind of uh, like had a very shocked face when I saw them do it and how they did it. Uh, that's probably one of the best Zack Snyder visual moments I've ever seen. And I'm not a fan of his visual style, but that moment is great. I think what Barry says during that moment's beautiful. Um, yeah, I think he's, I think they actually fixed the character. I feel like Alex, your expectations were set so low. No, no, no. They were no, the bar I, was set so incredibly low that in in contrast, you know, it's better. I'm not gonna say it's not better. I'm not gonna say it's not, you know, uh certified fresh. I'd say it's fresh. <laughs> but I would say this movie was well, we'll get we'll get into reviews and we'll get into what we liked and disliked in a second. I'm just running through characters. I will say one thing on the, the uh, Flash. <laughs> I, I agree pretty mostly with you, Alex. Um, you know, I, I did like that he was kind of socially awkward, as uh, we've deemed him. Uh, <laughs> because that's a little bit, I mean, the quirkiness of him added kind of a, a dimensionality to the group. You know, he wasn't too super serious. He wasn't this. He was kind of trying to make jokes and they weren't landing with the rest of them or whatever. I thought that was pretty good uh, decision for his personality. The one thing that I will say about the iconic scene at the end where he's, you know, racing and going back in time that I didn't like, and I had this problem in a couple of different places uh, where, you know, people are going through, uh, stress or, or whatever, he still has this look on his face like, what am I going to have for dinner? What am I going to, you know, it's not, I wanted to see him, you know, like at least squinting a little bit and like tears rolling back or maybe flesh coming off like, you know, uh, uh, flash from crisis or something, you know, it's almost something to show. Yeah, like, holy some shit, sort of something exertion that, that what he's was, doing is difficult. Yeah, yeah, it was very, it was very mundane. And I, I've noticed that in other places where, you know, whoever, uh, Steppenwolf squeezing somebody or something like that. And people are just like, arg. Or, oh, that's what I was saying. Um, when, uh, when the, the, there was revealed that Superman is back and Wonder Woman and Aquaman, you know, come up from the rubble and they're like, all right. You know, it wasn't like, holy shit, he's here. There was no surprise or amazement in their eyes. It was like, all right, he's, he's, he's here. All right. <laughs> So that that was my big problem with uh, some of the scenes, including the flash moment. I, I think that's I think that's actually a fair criticism um, overall in the movie. Uh, yeah, I actually hadn't noticed that. Huh. So on your okay. third viewing, I want you to notice that. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Um, I guess we can talk about Batman and Superman. Um, I think I Batman say, is given uh, a lot more to do. 
Really? Oh, man, right. I thought he was given less. I felt like he was given less to do. Um, but with that being said, I I love Ben Affleck as Batman. Yeah. And if anything, if this anything this movie does, and they do make a Snyder verse, like like everybody's clamoring for, or a bringing him <laughs> or Snyder verse. <laughs> Bringing him back as Batman would be awesome because I love the fact that he's been Batman 20 years. He's a, you know, he's an established crime fighter. He's, you know, we don't have to see all this origin shit again. Oh, he's so, only been anyway. Batman for like five years. It just feels like 20. <laughs> At the end of the oh, movie. no. Commissioner, Commissioner Gordon said he's been around for 20, 20 years. So. Let me ask you this. Did Commissioner Gordon have that toupee in the theatrical cut? Yes. Or was that new? Yes. Yes. No, he had the toupee. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah I, I'm with you. I, I love uh, Ben Affleck as Batman. He, it feels like he maybe did get a little bit less. Um, you know, one thing that I, again, I, I wrote down a scene that I thought was pretty good that I missed, two of them, is uh, one when uh, he is coming back from the Arctic or wherever and uh, Alfred and Batman are in the plane, and we we saw that, but I, I like the uh, back and forth with Alfred saying, I miss the days of exploding penguins or whatever. I kind of like that callback from the 2017 yeah. Justice League. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I the Batman agree. Wonder Woman back I and forth where she like... pops his shoulder back in. I kind of like that where it showed him as being like, you know, exhausted type stuff and having a I drink feel with like Wonder Woman. The Joss Whedon, side, the Joss Whedon theatrical version. I think there's some dialogue choices that were definitely better. Yeah. I feel like some of the dialogue in this was a whole lot flatter. Uh, so. I, I have went back and watched certain scenes that I remember, uh, and I could probably tell you every bad joke that was in Joss Whedon's cut. Oh, yeah. And I, was, will ex- I agree with that. I will exchange, I will exchange 10% flatter dialogue for none of those jokes to be in that movie ever again. Uh, you know, <laughs> I will admit... Some dialogue's a little flat sometimes. There's a line that Batman says, like, Barry Allen was standing right here, and it just was really terrible, and I didn't like it. Uh, but other than that, I didn't think the script was that bad. I actually thought it had some better moments. I love that scene between Superman and Lois in the house. Um, I mean, that was a really pretty scene where uh, he he's starting to remember. Uh, Brad, you were going to say something? I was just going to say that, yeah, I wonder... Um uh, like the uh the like we were talking about the the penguins reference i mean that was something that i'm guessing jo- uh Zack Snyder shot but i wonder if he was like eh i don't want to use it cuz Josh Whedon used it you know what i mean i wonder if there were things that he he liked the stuff that he shot but he wanted to do something different just so because he could almost you know what i mean Maybe. I mean, yeah. I, it's just a, this is a pretty self-indulgent pro- yeah, project yeah. In, in itself. So he, he probably in wanted as little possible uh, Venn diagram Connection. between those two movies, right? Yeah, yeah. He didn't. I think the less footage that he thought was tied to that cut, the better. Um, and he seems to have a really good team around him when it came to handling that whole situation. Um, uh, Superman, what did we think? Uh, he barely has anything to do. Yeah. Uh, he well, talks like less. More. Yeah, like, I'd like yeah. that more Superman. Yeah, it feels like he sh- there was even less screen time this time around for Superman, almost to the point where, I mean, the first three and a half hours of this, why weren't they just trying to resurrect him then? And, you know, they could have saved me a considerable amount of time watching this. 
they had they had no chance whatsoever of taking down Steppenwolf uh, or Darkseid or anything uh, without Superman. And so it was like, you know, why are you assembling all these people that can essentially just be cardboard cutouts standing behind Superman while he decks Steppenwolf? I, 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 what was, yeah. the, character, I what was the character development for all these people? Because they they had no chance whatsoever in that fight. I would have liked to have seen it if. Uh, uh, Even if, Wonder Woman. But yeah, I would have liked to have seen if Batman couldn't have convinced Cyborg and uh, Aquaman to join, and it would have just been Wonder Woman, Batman, and Flash that go up against Steppenwolf. I'd like to see that movie. <laughs> it's like, how many is on your team? Just the three of us, and we're going against one. And then, <laughs> and then Martian Manhunter's hiding behind a car with a thing of popcorn <laughs> watching. Right. I Martian Manhunter's having tea with, with uh, Martha Kent. Yeah. Pretending to be yeah. <laughs> and let that me just say, I did scene. not like I did not like any of the scenes where you know you have Lois. They were just odd. Lois just walking, get, handing a guy a cup coffee. I mean, just walking, no one gets meandering. Coffee. Totally. Well, it's just well, no, I, it was I just think stupid. It, it had no really no point in being in the movie. Well, I mean, there was I just think, some scenes with Lois. That <laughs> I think on. the point was to show her she, the the reason the she ritual. got some coffee is because she went there. She went there every day. She she's been mourning. <gasps> Don't you think, think it, it would have effective. been a good time for Lois to tell Martha she was pregnant when they were sitting there having <laughs> a cup of coffee? She knew it was Martha she... on her, trying to creep on her. <laughs> um, but I think the biggest uh, – I don't even know how to do a transition, so I'm just going to. Well, we, we haven't on. gotten to one uh, uh, cyborg. Or, that's okay. That's who I was going to. That's who I was going to get to. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, we can talk about Aquaman. Uh, I think he's better. He's not bullying Cyborg for half the movie, which is nice. Um, <laughs> other than that, does anyone have any more comments? <laughs> uh, yeah. About Aquaman or Cyborg? Because I got plenty Aquaman. about Cyborg. Uh, right. Aquaman. On, on Aquaman, I was, I was going to say that it was nice, the little, again, few seconds where uh, he and uh, uh, Wonder Woman had, you know, while they were watching the kids dig up the grave, when they were kind of like, oh, we're not so different type moment. But I, I, I like them playing up against the Amazon and Atlantean type yeah. stuff. Well, I think that's yeah. what they're teasing as yeah. the uh, the Amazon movie is going to be the Amazon uh, Atlantean War. I think that's what essentially cool. that 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 film's going to be. That'd be so, pretty cool. I think I'd be down. That would be great. Yeah, like and I feel and you could do you know you could add Arian since you won't have Arthur right. You yeah. could add Arian uh, on the Atlantean side. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, I felt like that's but, what they were teasing there. Yeah, I think I think that's actually a place. Yeah, I could I could see that. I'd like to see that, um, but. In my opinion, the best thing that got fixed in this movie and what I was so shocked of was we Cyborg. We are about to disagree. Was oh. Cyborg and his, it was Cyborg's character arc and also attached to that, his dad, Silas Stone. Uh, I'll let Brian go first, I, unless he wants me to go first, but I love this character arc. I think it's brilliant. Uh, Brian, you can, if you can disagree if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be wrong. You'll be wrong if you You'll disagree. be wrong, but oh, yeah. you can disagree. <laughs> I'll allow you to be wrong first. Look, here's the I know I completely understand why they cut his part. He's not I mean he wasn't likable. He was just brooding and and pissy the whole time. And like it, clearly, like, you know, you can even 
you could see his dad's motivation. Like, even with, you know, his dad was trying to make amends. His dad was trying to to uh, fix where he realized he had done where he had done Victor wrong. Right. Where he did Victor wrong. But like like his character was so unlikable and so emo and so brooding. It's like uh, he brought every time he's in a scene, he just brought it down because it's like I'm you're, you're dealing with. OK, here's here's the. I got a, I got a, a brooding teenager at home. I don't want to see a movie about one. <laughs> um, well, uh, does anyone else have Brad BMR? Uh, I was fine with him. I liked him. I, I thought it was a good character. <laughs> arc cyborg? And yeah. Yeah. Cyborg. Yeah. He was much more fleshed out in this, but honestly, I honestly think be honest. I liked, I think he was more likable in Whedon's version, although he didn't exactly. have much. He didn't, uh. he didn't have much. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I liked him in Whedon's version, but he didn't have much of a story arc. I like this fact that he had more of a story arc, but I liked he just his wasn't story arc better than I liked him. Oh, that's sad. Well, yeah, I, I agree with I agree with him on that. And but and and correct me if I'm wrong, but. Did they do something with his armor this time? Because it looks so weird and jagged and silvery. No, it's the same. Was, was it the same? I, yep. For just some reason, I thought thing. I liked it. I, I liked it better in the Whedon verse, but then I thought, well, did they change mm. it? No, but, didn't change it. No. Uh, what um, was the reasoning for them stealing the mother box and just having it at their apartment? They never said, right? To, sa- to save to save Victor's life. That's what they were doing. I I don't know if you caught this, Brian, but in the car wreck, it killed Victor's mother. And his father felt that he needed a mother figure in his life. And so the mother (laughs) box, get it, Brian. Don't be dense about this. Or maybe the night. I don't know know why they took it. Now that you're saying it, I don't don't know why they took it. Maybe they just didn't want to know that they used it on Vic or that it just disappeared. I, I don't know. I, I think they did um, address it, but I don't remember what. But I think it did. There was a, a throwaway line or something about that. Anyway. Probably. Well, Ryan Choi just said uh, they said, "Well, this got stolen." They're like, "No, that's been gone for a while." Yeah. They and never that, said why, but like he he did the experiments on Vic at the lab. Like, so it's not like it's not like he did yeah. it in his in his basement. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That's why they stole the box. I there think is um, something else I felt was wonky that's kind of, you know, uh, like uh, the Star Labs piece of it. Um, and again, it goes back to the dialogue. Like when they're like, what's that? That's the Superman ship. Look, the thing has been it was has been in the middle of Metropolis for years now. Like, one, <laughs> how does the guy know not know it's the Superman ship? And two, <laughs> don't they have a better name for it than the Superman ship? Uh, I don't think anyone's – I mean, they probably could have called it the Kryptonian ship or something, but eh, and, whatever. And did you guys notice – and, and I, it's weird that this was here, but when Superman is going through the ship, uh, you see there's like a sarcophagus with right. like a dead body in it. Yeah. But just but leave they it don't there. reference that dead body at all. It's just, it's just there. Leave well, it there. Who is that? I have no idea. <laughs> It's probably maybe it's a prisoner. Wasn't that a prisoner ship? I don't remember. 
I don't want that mm. Mr. Man so long. I just was going along with it. I was like, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. Well, and if it, well, here's the thing: if it was a if it was a prisoner and it was the prison ship, why the hell were all of uh, Superman's, Superman's costumes costume. stored there? Yeah. All right. So cyborg though. I I Superman has say. as many costumes as Lando has capes. They gotta sell more toys. Uh, I I personally think that cyborg. That this he's the main character of the film, uh, and he's a fantastic one. Uh, his arc of feeling like he's always been treated with little care, and that he's never been fully appreciated, both by his father and I, I think just by the world itself. I mean, racial politics aside, blah blah blah, putting that outside the window of what this movie's talking about, but that suddenly while Vic is feeling he's deformed and Vic is feeling that he's been mutilated and turned into a monster, his dad in a beautiful epilogue scene in both the movie in general, uh, is trying to tell him how much power and how much good he could do. Um, and how powerful he is. Uh, that whole, his damn uh, belly aching. And imagine <laughs> if he had listened to that tape, uh, at, at the first, in the first hour. Yeah, he should have done How much more likable he would have been the second three or the last I don't, three I, I find him incredibly <laughs> likable. I think Ugh. that, I think in that first, firstly, the scene, uh, where, uh, his father takes him through his powers and everything. Uh, and we end on that note of him giving that waitress all the money, um, and then walking, Which, and then being that, looked. Where did that, that come from, being, by the way? That, that was like, a they didn't show minutes. the other side of that coin. They didn't show the other side of that coin where the guys get the hey. ATM, and now <laughs> all of his money's gone. His account's been drained. <laughs> that was a great 15-minute segment, though. <laughs> I, I, Forever. I, Lisa, I thought, Lisa Reed, I, I think, was her name. I think I thought that was a, I thought that was a beautiful like, <sighs> masterpiece of character work. Uh, and the fact that people look at him and they judge him immediately upon just looking at him without even acknowledging, knowing what he's just done. Uh, it kind of, that's his, his arc is that he, he feels like he can't come out in the shadow and really show how helpful he could be. It's beautiful. By stealing money character. from some people and giving it to people that he likes better. He's a modern no, day by Robin Hood. By, he's a modern day Robin Hood. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's about that Vic, for the first time ever, I can look at Cyborg and think he's a valuable member of the Justice League. The amount of power he holds really makes sense as to why he's needed on this team. First off, I think that's fantastic. I've never looked at Cyborg as a valuable member of the Justice League until this point, until this film. <laughs> and then on top of that, I think the whole the whole character arc with his with his father and with yeah. him and how he grows to appreciate his dad and how his dad is trying to show his love that he's never really shown Vic. Uh, he doesn't appreciate that's his great. dad. He tells his dad how much he hates him and hates him and hates him until he's dead. And then he appreciates him after but he's dead. But, no, but they, I'll they tell have, you, that, that's two, a realistic question. Silas, you're not that my father. Oh, wait, yeah, he's dead. I, I know, so but, that, that is, but that's, that's what makes him a multi-dimensional character. Yeah. I mean, he actually has an arc where he was kind of the chip on the shoulder guy to now he realizes, oh, the power and I can do. So I'm with Alex on this one. Well, guys, in all fairness, they're in the comic book. That's exactly how it happened in Teen Titans when yeah, he was always pissed off. And I think, yeah. and, I think and I think, and I think that Cyborg ends the movie feeling accepted and feeling belong. And he has two really very small but good moments with his dad before his death, and it makes that death really impactful. There's stakes to this, and Cyborg 
then wanting to take on the unity to want to sacrifice everything that that works as an arc that is a very convincing arc <laughs> this character gets this character gets closure I don't and feel like this it's character hard to, but, but even to then you're going to sacrifice look, everything but he, when if but you he don't looks, separate the unity everybody's dead anyway but i but for him to step up to the plate he's 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 pretty much the youngest he's the youngest person there i mean he's been through the most he literally just lost his dad like aquaman said i mean He's he's really stepping to his and making it his own. He's taking in this power and he's realizing what he needs to do with it. I think that's a beautiful arc. And the fact that he ends the movie looking at down at his mother's grave and having a smile and being able to launch in the sky and accept himself and accept these powers. That's a beautiful arc. And it allows that character to not be the grumpy person you saw to allow him to change and to allow him to be better. I'm Fantastic. With you. I think I'm with you. I think it's a beautiful I think it's a beautiful character arc and I love it to death. I think mm. Zack Snyder killed it. It's the best character arc in any film uh he's done ever. and I love it. Any film ever. ever. You heard it ever. Ever. Any you film know, ever. I I will say uh and I'll I'll help you try to move things Have along you seen Watchmen? The Night Night yeah, Owl. I have seen Watchmen. Night Owl has a good character arc. <laughs> Night Owl? <laughs> can I, can I just say can I interject something here? Please. Go ahead. One, one of my problems with this movie, and, and I did like this movie a lot more than I thought I was going to. It was a lot different than I thought it was. And it actually made more sense than the Whedon one did. Um, but when you, the problem I had with it is you have this huge dire thing that's affecting the world that's going to happen. But there's never any people in it. I mean, yeah. there's no – you don't have citizens or – Running away, yeah. Yeah. There's you no just have, damage. I like that. You just have them, and it's weird. But, I mean, you have but you, you know, have the, their we, Lois, and you have Mr. Officer Friendly that, uh, that <laughs> Lois befriended. But other was like people running and scattering – in any part part of this movie, it's just not there, and it just feels weird. Be, it's just feels to be staged. fair. To be fair, I think two complaints that we all have had. Maybe Brad, not so much, but I know me, Brian, and Podman Ron have had is that Zack Snyder's both Man of Steel and Batman v Superman had too many casualties, and it was too it was too catastrophic. So I think Zack Snyder actually listened to that criticism and well, made, it, made it made it made a finale. It sounds like Podman no, no, Ron misses the Russian family a little bit too much. No, no, I don't no, I don't. No, God. But what I do, what I do, I or compare Russian it family. to is is how the Avengers was in the fight in the Battle of New York, yeah. where you know the team divvied it up and got survived. You know, got you know people out of harm's way, and you know that was part of the well, that and that was action, provided you know provided value to the other members. Right, so right, I mean, exactly. So instead of just oh, Flash got his ass kicked, Aquaman got his ass kicked, Wonder Woman got her ass kicked. Oh, thank God, Superman showed up. You could actually add Flash running, you know, interference, trying to save people and protect people and get them out of harm's way. Uh, see, I disagree with actually most of what y'all say. I think every member of the league actually had a task this time around that they actually were doing something for once. Um, the Whedon cut, I didn't get that. Flash was kind of wasted. Like what well, I think in this version, the only plan was get Cyborg to the the mother boxes and have him pull them apart. But I like that. It let there was there was Batman good moments. Was there was good moments. The, there. 
Batman was hanging on the edge of that nuclear reactor for like the entire battle. And but that's fine. Superman, Superman flies in and helps him back up. I guess but he I'll help pull, the old man up. He couldn't pull himself back up. He was hanging onto that ledge for like the Wait, entire time. Let, let's not let's not get into too much of uh, this. Stu- <laughs> I've got a list of things that I didn't like about it, and that's one of them. Okay, sorry, All right. sorry. All right. That's right. That's what we're going into next. Uh, what we liked and what we didn't. Um, who would like to start? And we can start with dislikes. We can start with the dislikes. Yeah. Or we're going to start with the likes. With, well, we talked a lot about what we liked, right? Um, sure. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this real quick. See, maybe, maybe this is a like or dislike. Uh, the pacing of a four hour movie. Uh, <laughs> how, uh, I, uh, Alex, I think you're saying that you're, you didn't feel like it was four hours, right? You thought the pacing was good. No, I, 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 I understand the complaints with the first two hours. It's very long, but those first two hours set up a very compact and very riveting last two hours. I think the film actually does a great job of using that runtime. Well, there's some places here and there you could cut out. I think overall, you, the film has a very good runtime. And it uses its time wisely. Besides Aquaman lady singing, yeah. whatever. <laughs> Podman Ron, how many bathroom breaks did you have to take during this? Oh, my God. I had to split this up over like two nights. It was like one. I, mean, I, I don't want to say I was bored in it. I mean, it was good. It was enjoyable. There was just There was just stuff that like it was pointless. Some of those slow motions. I know it's epic and it's supposed to be really cool, but you know you could cut cut all that shit out and it would be like two and a half hours long. I mean, you didn't need all that, <laughs> and you didn't need any of those Lois Lane parts. I mean, I've heard Lois Lane down the street. Someone does not like Lois so, Lane. <laughs> all right, uh, and as, as weird as it seems, I, and I told Alex this. I kind of miss that Batman on the rooftop as lame as it was. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I, I kind of missed it. I, it was a spooky <laughs> scene. It I'm was sorry. dumb he the way he used a, that no. criminal. And he smashes a parademon against the wall, and the three mother boxes are imprinted on the side of it. It's the dumbest shit. It makes no sense. It's so but, lazy. But it was a kind Ugh. of a superhero moment type thing that you don't – even though this was very much a superhero movie, it was kind of – that was kind of something you would see in the comic books is Batman Gross. chasing somebody around <laughs> on the rooftops or whatever. That's, that's – I like I that. Love- I love it. I love that we don't see Batman in costume till an hour and a half in the movie. I think it's great. <laughs> I love that. I, just, I love that. The other thing is, is, is Batman is just like so nonchalant with a secret identity. It's like well, eh. everybody knows now. Evidently, everybody knows what it is. I mean, shit. All right, uh, uh, <laughs> um, Brian, Brian. What did you think of the uh, the length? Did that bother you? Uh, it was more of the girth that got to me. <laughs> nice. Nice thick, a nice thick movie. Taking it—that's a hard one to take. You're right. Uh, I mean, there's there, you could have easily cut this back down. Now, I'm not saying to two and a half hours, but this could have been. You could have cut 45 minutes to an hour of this completely but out you, and, and never missed anything. Let me ask you in a different way. Uh, Ron, uh, do you have some pork rinds there, Podman Ron? No, that's not uh, me. I, um, Brian? Yeah. That's not me. 
Alex? That might be me. Sorry, yeah. that might be me. <laughs> if if you might, get your hands in some Cheetos, won't. it probably is you. Uh, well, let me ask you it's to this, right. We're good. a different way here. Is at any point did you think, like, when the fuck is this movie over? Uh, you know what I mean? Is Was it an enjoyable four-hour movie? I kept – when we get to the episode, you know, because the last chapter was almost an hour, right at an hour. Uh, when I'm getting through the, the end of chapter five and I'm like, they got to wrap this shit up. Like this is how, I mean, the first three hours took forever. And then it's just that, you know, at the end of, of chapter five, it was like, you know what? We're going to have to bring back Superman. I'll be damned. It was like, like the first three hours were completely negated. Cause it's like, they realized they got no chance. Uh, the only thing they can do is cross their fingers and hope that they first can bring two back hours. Superman. It's by hour two mm-hmm. that they realized they needed to get Superman. Yep. I've watched it twice. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I, 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 it was I, that first ahead. three hours. It, there could have been 45 minutes cut out of that and got us yeah. to the, the, uh, the final battle quicker. So I, I was fine. Well, I thought pacing wise for a four hour movie, pacing wise was fine. And no, yeah, again, there were some things that lingered on, maybe, but no point was I like, oh my god, how many how many times is Frodo and the gang going to walk across these mountains and I, we get these aerial shots, right? Is that, you know, of course, like Jesus, we get it. They're still fucking walking to Mount Doom, right? <laughs> the pacing now, stuff for me would be the cyborg stuff. Wow. That's the stuff that I just felt was just like, oh my god, it's just dragging on. So, I love that. <laughs> All right. So, Alex, you were going to get into the uh, the the problems or the the stupid things, right? What? what yeah. It, and it maybe because I, I have a feeling, Alex, that uh, we may have a lot of these on here. Uh, let's just kind of touch and go. Let's not dwell on things for too long. So, so Alex, yeah. I want to hear from you. Give us one of. Doesn't have to be your top stupid things or problem areas, but throw one at us. Um, uh, I think. Actually, I don't have many. Um, actually, right now, I don't have I don't have massive stupid little problem things. Um, some of the dialogue's a little corny, but that's okay. okay. That's I can a, forgive uh, it. Okay. Uh, let, uh, <laughs> let me throw something out here real quick. And uh, so, number one, and I had this problem with the original uh, Batman's costume. It was so beautiful uh, in Batman v Superman, <laughs> and in this one, they kind of yeah. fucked it up, right? Yeah, I agree. And so yeah. that, that bothered me. Podman Ron, any any thoughts on that? Of what? Uh, <laughs> Batman's costume, did that bother you in this? That it was so good in Batman v Superman, and then in this one it felt like it was the Halloween costume version of it almost. <laughs> like he, It felt like he couldn't turn his neck almost. I think in some scenes he yep. does. But again, you go back to Batman v Superman where he has the uh, Save Martha a fight with the hoods and everything. And that's like the best Batman scene ever to be on film where he's moving around, he's turning, he's twisting, he's stabbing, he's blowing people up in this one. He's still walking very stiffly. Like he can't turn his neck like Michael Keaton. So that was yeah, one of my yeah. problem areas. I think the suit yeah. got snugger on him. It may have gone a little bit too snug on him, but he made it. He, he did okay at the end. Right. Uh, you know, another problem I have talking about superpowers is the speed at which Wonder Woman exhibited at the beginning of the movie. She didn't really seem to have it later on. Like she's trying to she's trying to get her sword when it's starting to fall. Uh, she was moving pretty fucking quick. And uh, uh, when she was saving the school children from the gunmen. 
What, well, can I say this? Even, even at the beginning, with when she's saving the children from the gunman, she, she lets the guy reload. I'm like, if she can, if she yeah, can move as fast to knock bullets out of the way, yeah, she could have already okay. knocked that gun out of his and hand. She did, and yeah, and then she does like way too much damage. Like she, she could have hurt some people outside when she like hits her wrist yeah, together and does a big threw, explosion. Yeah. She threw yeah, it all unnecessary collateral. Wonder Woman well, is, a, is a culprit I, of Zack Snyder's unnecessary casualties. <laughs> like, I feel like oh, that's weird. part of that's part of my point about why the hell. I mean, if she's as strong as they demonstrated she can be, why the hell did they need Superman? Like she's on par with Superman. Like, yeah, there's yeah. there. Why did why did so, well, we got no chance? What about Wonder Woman? Ah, oh, the chick nah. can't do anything. She's a girl. Oh, she's a, she's a, <laughs> you a girl. Oh, a girl. Superman. I mean, clearly, she's on par with Superman's strength. Like, why the hell were, were they so outclassed? When she's it's the heat vision, man. I don't know. It's the heat vision. Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah. It's a heat vision. Whatever. <laughs> it's a little weird. Yeah, yeah, there's just some wonky stuff like that that they really, I don't know. Didn't, didn't exactly. They, I love they, Superman. <laughs> they gotta bring him back so that he was like, eh, tone her down. She'll be really cool for the first half, and then we'll just like tone her down. Tone her down bit. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, She's tired. I'll, I'll <laughs> offer this up again for the the Barry Iris uh, uh, scene, Alex. Uh, again, kind of a little goofy. The guy in the truck trying to reach his hamburger. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little bit of <laughs> like a- uh, that was a little cringe moment. Like they could have yeah, had him just the, the brake line snap or something like that. You know, it could have been something other than, you know, fat guy in a semi drops his burger and is trying to reach it. Well, the whole thing of him running out of his shoes and I, his I like feet that. are tearing up the, the concrete. Like and Yeah, but why is it? I don't know. I, I don't like things where it's like, okay, it happened in this moment, but it doesn't happen anywhere else. I mean, it happens other places, I think. But he also has a suit then, so maybe it contains some of that it force. Has the friction and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just a cool visual. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's a cool visual, Zach. That's what Zach Snyder loves. Leave him alone. <laughs> there you go. Leave him alone. Yeah. Um, a, a couple of other things I noticed that irked me. Uh, more than bother me, uh, the boom tubes. I love the boom t- boom boob tubes. I like the boom, boom. tubes. Uh, but boob did, tubes. But did you have to give them a hex pattern, just like Marvel's way of getting around and you know wormholes and all that stuff? That the the boom tubes had a hex pattern. I thought that's kind of a strange choice to make them that way. That's yeah, that's that a nerdy weird. thing. I know that's a nerdy thing. I'm sorry. That's a nitpick. That's a, no totally idea, a Okay. Well, nitpick. what about again? We we know that a lot of this stuff was green screened, uh, and a lot of it was uh, 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 what video game cutscene <laughs> animation type <laughs> type stuff, right? But yeah. even the stuff that wasn't, like uh, the Barry and Iris scene, uh, it, it just felt like everything was e- it was either green screen or it was in the studio, right. and so nothing was shot on location. You know, like that, you could have shot that scene on location and added shit in it. Or Wonder Woman and Cyborgs meeting on the street felt like it was on a back lot at Warner Brothers as opposed to at a real street. Which, that kind of, I guess at the beginning, like, overindulgence, 
like him deciding he's going to film the entire thing in IMAX, and then the fact that it's like, I'm yeah. using no practical effects. I'm not using any sets. I'm not yeah. going to do anything on the street. I'm going to do CGI for, you know, 95% of this film. I mean, it doesn't, it takes the stakes out of it. It's like, uh, you're, it's like you said, you're just watching a video game. It's like, you know, uh, not to mention that, but then they start getting lazy with the backgrounds. Like the whole, the whole, you know, final, final, final battle is set, I guess, in Chernobyl. Right. Is what they were going <laughs> to go out. for. Right. But, I guess, yeah. but it's, you know, there's, there's nothing, there's no buildings in the background. There's no trees in the background. There's nothing in the background when yeah. they're like half the time they're fighting. It's like a, uh, it's like a, a John Byrne panel. Like there's, <laughs> there's literally no background, just the character and dialogue. It's like, that's, it, yeah. I don't know, like. Clearly, they could have saved some money and actually just filmed this outside and had some sunlight. Okay, <laughs> uh, I did. I just did some research. Snyder did not shoot the film using IMAX cameras. All right, so he wanted to more he shoot, <laughs> But he did shoot with the ratio ideal for one point forty three colon one theaters for four point four by three ratio. Yeah, Which means so he shot it. That means he shot it for IMAX with no fil- IMAX cameras, so they gotcha. never spent money gotcha. using IMAX camera. Gotcha. But they would have yeah. still had to go back and re-edit the in- edited the entire film, right? To to have it fit on eighty percent of the theater screens in the country. Yeah, yeah. He filmed it for twenty percent of the theater screens in the country, knowing that Warner Brothers would have to go behind him and re and edit the entire thing. But and, I don't think and- that's. I don't think that's on Zach. I mean, if it's his artistic vision and it's his project, I think he's allowed to shoot it however he wants. I mean, the studio no, could tell that's him That's not no. how it works. That's not how it works, Alex. The way it, well, like, obviously it wasn't because they fired him. So, yeah, I mean, Yeah, true, that's not how it but, works. I mean, like, if Christopher Nolan, who has a much better pedigree and a much better box office track record, can only get away with doing 10 minutes IMAX, Snyder thinking he can do a, a two-and-a-half-hour, three-hour film, it all shot – for an IMAX screen that the studio is going to have to go fix all of it for later is, is probably, uh, you know, an assumption that, that shouldn't have been made. I like and the film in a four by three ratio, so I'm not even going to complain about it. That's not my point. And my point is like, Oh yeah, I understand. Yeah. It's, why it's why would you shoot it that way? Why would you shoot it that way? Like as if, I don't know. It, it, it isn't like he's George Lucas. Right, right. You know? like he's, But he's, he's trying no to George pull George Lucas-type Lucas things. You know what I mean? Like, he's trying yeah. to pull off those those type of uh, grandiose ideas. Right. And at the end of the day, he's Zack Snyder. So. Well. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll keep going until others tr- jump in with their problem areas. Oh, I uh, got some stuff. Uh, well, I was going to say, number we've already talked about is Batman climbing out of the funnel. And everybody just standing there <laughs> waiting for him. Hurry up. Come on, old man. <laughs> and then once yeah, he does get funny, out yeah. of the tunnel, uh, the funnel rather, what did they do? They just stare at the empty, the, the open cockpit of the uh, cargo ship. Right? They, yeah. They're just staring at it for like five minutes, looking at the back of the uh, bat plane. What are they looking at? Yep. In the in seventeen, they were looking at alien flowers growing everywhere. At least that was something to look at. Here, they're just staring at the back of the bat plane. It's crazy. Yeah, 
Yeah, it was a little weird. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, there's nothing to look at. There's no, there maybe, is no scenery in the background. <laughs> That's what, maybe exactly. they, maybe they were watching it. Maybe when we couldn't see what they were looking at, they were watching it. Like, and they could see like whatever foliage was there, and the that plane <laughs> was rising. The one tree, the one tree that never made it on screen. Yeah, the just, one tree. Just save one tree, just one. Oh yeah, that wasn't in the movie, was it? No. Thank God, no. That was again. I was okay with some of that that dialogue. But I I think I think it's I don't know. I like Flash just knowing he should save people. You know, it's just like yeah, I have powers. I'm just going to save people. We we've seen him doing that, so there's no reason for us to know that he didn't know how to save people. You know, we've set up the context that he's he's a hero or kind of a hero, pseudo hero, so far. In my mind. All right. Yeah, uh, I'm glad it was gone. And, and we of course we haven't gotten to the uh, the. Uh, the nightmare sequence, which should be about a, an hour's worth of conversation there. But uh, what, what are some of the, I'm curious to know what are some of the other things that stuck out as this is just making it not a great movie. Well, the Lord of the Rings where they're breaking up the mother boxes and, you know, one went to the men, one went to the hobbits. Right, the others, right. you know, it was the, you know, it, the Atlanteans apparently gave the mother box to some Kraken who pulled it down to the depths of the sea, right? Right. The uh, um, the the Amazons like shot it with like a super laser to like basically blister the outside, and then put it in that that giant vault where it was under guard twenty four seven, right? Uh, what did the humans do? We dug like a, a foot and a half deep hole and, and covered it up. That's which, all we did. Which Cyborg did as well. Right? Which, yeah, exactly. So yeah. worked at the same thing. Yeah. Just a couple of feet down, that should be it's, fine. It's, yeah, it's like 18 inches under the ground. Nobody will find it here. Done. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. And then, and then the uh, cyborg did literally the exact same thing an hour and a half later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that grabs me pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> a couple of things I didn't. Notice, well, are we still on, we're still on gripes there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what yeah. about my other gripe is like, I like all the different theme songs, but they needed a, I don't know, the music was all over the place. I mean, it was just op- operatic, just whoa, and then it would go into this, you know, it went, it went into Superman a few times. <laughs> yeah, it was just, and then you go into Wonder Woman, and, but, but, Justice League itself didn't have a theme. It was just right, it was just right. so loud and just it's like, okay, come on, y'all tone this shit back a little bit. I mean, I don't know. But still better than twenty seventeen, so I'll give it that. Yeah, I, I the I feel like the whole Martian Manhunter stuff, I know we've mentioned it, but what the hell like what the hell like why would he know why would he make that comment about your parents to be proud to Bruce? Why does he yeah. give a shit about Lois going back to the Daily Planet or not? Like, why does he not show up to help fight at all? Now, see, like, on, on the lowest part of it, and again, we, we don't fucking know what we don't know. Uh, whoever the general was that he was in, in Man of Steel and Batman, you know, there was a, a somewhat of a relationship there with Lois. Like, she was yeah. the one that helped him or he helped her with the, the bullet that they found that made no sense, that MacGuffin of a bullet or whatever. So my, what I put together in my head was, is that 
you know, he knew that Lois helped her, uh, helped him out at one point by giving him the Lex bullet or whatever type stuff. So I felt like that was somewhat justifiable. But well, we don't know if he was Martian Manhunter then. Think about the dialogue he said. He's like, well, the bank took the house. I got behind Oh, yeah, him. yeah, no, like, that's right. Yeah. He knew way too much about right. what Martha Kent's plight was yeah. and clearly didn't help her at all. No. Like, like no. she's losing the he house. He's well aware. He was He's well aware that she's behind in her mortgage, and and she's then the bank's going to foreclose on her. He does nothing, but man, he certainly does spill it to Lois. Like, uh, uh, it's so weird that he, whole thing. He was is totally so undecided until the end of the movie. Then he's like, you know what? God damn it, I'm in. I'm going to go all in yeah. here. <laughs> now that I can provide no help whatsoever, I'm in. Now that they got rid of Darkseid, goddamn! I yeah, that was scary. I'm ready to join up? That was scary for a bit. I didn't know. I didn't think they could do it. I didn't think they could do it. Now that I knew they can, I, hey, I'll I'll help you out next time. Hey, we got these white Martians. You may want to check those guys out. They're a bunch of. Yeah, can you help me there? God, it's, uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of like the Captain Marvel from like in Avengers. At least they gave her an explanation, but yeah, it's kind of that same moment that why why weren't why couldn't you help us? You know, Battle of New York, busy. Ultron, any of those moments, yeah, just busy. busy. Oh, Got yeah. stuff going on. It's not just why couldn't he help? Why the hell is he so damn creepy? Why does he know all this stuff about Martha? Why look if he already had a relationship with Lois? Why didn't he just go as the yeah. general? Yeah. <laughs> why did he feel the need to? Why did he feel the need to pretend to be his uh, her, her mother-in-law? And don't you think Lois at some point is going to go? Hey, you. Uh, you know, I remember about. I'm sorry about the foreclosure. You can come stay with me. Yeah. How'd Lois you know? Yeah. Like how? How would? Yeah. How would Lois like? How do you explain that later on that Lois knows things that Martha never told her? <laughs> well, honey. Pa Kent never gave me an orgasm. Wait, how do you know that, Martian Manhunter? <laughs> I wish Martian Manhunter, when she said you could come stay with me, he just kind of turned to the camera and gave the old uh, Norman Feld <laughs> wink. Shrug. I'm in. <laughs> Ding. All right, what yeah, else? Podman Pod Ron, what grinds your gears? Uh, you know, we, we talked about the nightmare sequence at the end. No, we haven't it was talked just, about it. Well, we, we haven't talked about it at all. It, but... I just, I just felt that sequence was. <laughs> I just felt like that sequence was just out of just weird. It was just like, okay, here's the end of the movie, but all of a sudden, this sequence—it's no, is it not the end of the movie? I mean, it's well, we got to talk about it, but yeah, the it's it weird. weird. That it just he felt, felt it, the need to film that, knowing there's not going to be a sequel. I, I think well, it's, 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 I didn't it's mind that, but if the movie's just going. But if they do, if they would have done it like, and I know he probably didn't want to do this because Marvel does it, but if they would have done some of the credits and then did this at the yeah, very yeah. end, yeah. I agree. I with think that. it would have separated yeah. it like, okay, you know, this is what they're planning next. And even if we're not going to get a sequel to see it, it was it was a cool sequence. I liked the sequence. Yeah. Well, I thought it was really cool. It just was just jarring the way they because it, it they goes did from it. Lex and Deathstroke to that I think right yeah yeah, yeah. It just like cuts to it what is this yeah. right okay I agree I, I can see that now here's the, here's the wild thing I, mean, I don't know how to do we want to just save the, the I guess we need to save the the uh, the nightmare sequence but 
yeah, I guess you saved the nightmare let's sequence because there's there's stuff to talk about there as yeah. well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's say, let's say there is. Go go ahead. There's some things that I did like that I wonder if you guys picked up yeah. on. Let's talk about things we liked. Um, the uh, Ryan Choi piece. I liked that they, that they added some extra character. You know, like that, that was kind of a Marvel yeah. thing to do was adding Ryan Choi, right? Yeah, uh, I agree. Did uh, Did you guys pick up on uh, when uh, Commissioner Gordon was in the precinct who he was talking to? I did not. No, Christmas Allen, uh-huh. detective for for the GCPD, who at one point becomes the Spectre. Oh, wow. right. Oh. Yeah, he say he calls him Christmas. That's a deep, Christmas Allen. It's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. <laughs> I, I think yeah. the the one that I haven't heard anybody mention that uh but I was like this seems pretty on the nose for me is when um Steppenwolf has the uh, the Atlantean and he's like I'll never tell you, you know, where the the mother box is and he puts the thing on his face. Right. Oh, that was a star. It was a Starro. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, it was, it was least, a Starro, yeah. It was at least yeah. Starro technology, right? Yeah. Yes, I mean, it looked like it looked like it was part of his armor, but yeah, the the uh, spider Starro, I mean, totally, That I thought maybe it would lead into that, but yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, well, that's what I figure is, is it's not Starro, but it's Starro-type technology. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. that, uh, that Apocalypse is appropriated. Um, yeah. That was the stuff, uh, and now and then I've got stuff about the the nightmare sequence. But that was some of the things I picked up on. Uh, yeah, some of the things <laughs> I, I liked is we talked about the relationship of the characters. I thought it was good. I like that uh, we you know, why the mother boxes woke up in the first place because Superman was dead, and in the very first scene where Superman's screaming, shockwaves go across the universe, and all that kind of stuff. I thought, uh, you know, I thought all of that I was really good. Uh, I like that the anti-life equation was in it, although I don't really understand. Like it seemed like Darkseid was aware of it when he was fighting the the old gods and the the worst Green Lantern yeah. ever, and then all of a sudden he doesn't know where it is. I'm, I, yeah, I may have they, mixed up on that. They, no, I, I, same thing. They alluded to the fact that when he slammed the ground and all those 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 uh, uh, spirals and stuff, those runes kind of came up that that was the anti-life equation. So yeah, why did why when Steppenwolf did it later was it the this, this big aha moment? Darkseid did it a thousand years ago. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I like the that they kept the talk bu- bubbles in Atlantis as opposed to them just talking like in the uh, Aquaman movie. I thought that was good. Um, I like that uh, at the very end that Lex knows who Bruce is, the Bruce and Batman is. I like that because it kind of explains it, you know. Uh, retro explains how in Batman v Superman, where Lex was either sending or he got that guy that was in the wheelchair to send letters to Bruce about, you know, I know what you did to your my family or whatever type stuff. So it's so so yeah. then it's kind of like oh, because through Batman v Superman, you're like, wait a minute, it seems like um, it seems like uh, uh, Lex knows who Batman or Bruce Wayne is, and uh, and it turns out he does. We lost. Uh, Podman uh, Brian here. Let me Brian's, yeah, his phone dropped. Quiet. Do you think he just got so mad at Alex that he just hung up? <laughs> well, let, let's uh, let me see if I can get him back here. Let's uh, let's listen in as we call Brian and see if he has any more details about things that he likes or not. Brian, are you back with us? I am back. 
All right. Thank you. All right. You, we, we thought you got so mad, Brian, that you hung up the phone on us, but uh, I'm glad you're here. No, I'm here. I'm good. <laughs> All right. Well, Podman Ron, what are some other likes that you have before we get to the well, nightmare sequence? I did like, I like the Superman in the black costume. I, I really, I didn't think I would. And I really did. I thought that was cool. I like the fact that, you know, that he kept that costume. Uh, it didn't really make sense why he kept the costume. I know, I know the overall story arc is because he's trying to work himself back up to, you know, the blue and the red costume. But I would have I liked, liked to have seen that at movie. the end where he rips his shirt open to have the blue. Yeah, I would have liked. To, I would like to see the blue and red there too. I agree. Yeah, I I don't understand why they kept it black and gray. Or if they would have just, you know, when he's walking through and he has the voices, if. Somewhere, maybe there could have been a sign on the all the different costumes to say, "Here's your regeneration <laughs> costume," or something like that. But he yeah. never really explained it. There was no, yeah, there was no reason for him to pick the black suit. I, I wish, uh, honestly, I wish uh, we d- ditched the cape and he he uh, added the uh, Kentucky waterfall. He had the mullet. <laughs> yeah, there was talk of it. That's that's legitimate. Yeah, I wish he had the mullet. I wish he had the yeah, hair yeah. and no cape. I think so too. I I, I actually uh, agree with you on that. But I like that. I like that sequence. Like? I, I like the. Uh, yeah. I like the sequence when he jumps in and you know he kind of saves the day as Superman. I thought that was cool. I like the sequence where he meets with uh, Alfred for no apparent reason yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, he's wasting um, time. But, but he's wasting time, but I did like it. I, I know he's going to look for everybody, and that's what it was. But um, I like that. You know, uh, uh, I like the Superman parts. I really did. I like the. I, he's such a good Superman. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I liked Alfred. I mean, I mean, I didn't not like Alfred. Yeah. Oh my God, that was that's a line from uh, Josh Whedon's, right? I don't not not like <laughs> Alfred, uh, but oh, I like God. him even more in this one. Uh, you know, he has the little yeah. bit with Wonder Woman where she's like, oh, I can make tea. And he's like, uh, you don't know how to make tea, lady. Uh, I thought that was cute. I liked it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the Batman stuff, like I said, I, I, I really like Ben Affleck stuff. Oh. I really like the fact that they toned down Aquaman. It seemed like yeah. he was, he was, I less, agree. he was less it, goofy, angry, yeah, less surfer boy. <laughs> If, yeah, he was less surfer boy, less gay dude, you know. Um, so I, I, I liked him more. Um, yeah, I, you know, Flash was to me. I, I I hated the fact that every time Flash would run, he looked like he just smelled his own fart. I mean, he was just like he had that goofy yeah, grin the whole time. I mean, I, <laughs> I, just, I just hated that. You know, it's like I didn't like. I didn't like most of the Flash stuff. I just don't like the character, the way he plays them. You know, he's trying to be the comedic, you know, and it's just not working. He, like I say, he's like he comes off as special Ed more than he comes off. Oh as God! Ed. All right. I, I like the changing the subject rapidly. Brad said, "I like the uh, explanation of Batman's giant gauntlets." Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. He was trying to copy Wonder Woman. Yeah, he was trying to copy Wonder Woman. <laughs> Uh, you know, another thing that I just thought of that I liked in the Josh Whedon one was uh, the backup plan of bringing out the big guns. That, again, we always know Batman is having a backup plan. And in that one, his backup plan was, hey, if Superman goes crazy, I've got Lois Lane to, you know, 
settle them down. This one, she just kind of wandered onto the set as opposed to Batman having her, you know, ready to go sort of like. So I, I thought that from the 17 was uh, better. Plot. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, and, and I'll sense. Say, something else that's weird is considering they added the nightmare sequence, the fact that they cut out Robin's costume, you know, from where Joker yes. beat him yeah. to death. That's weird, right? I mean, why would they go? They cut that piece out, but then add Joker, alluding to the fact that he beat Robin to death later on in the movie. There was oh, I did see in in Alex, since you've seen it a couple of times in. Um, is it Victor's uh, and cyborgs? And, yeah, and yeah. The cyborg, Robin's that, the costume Robin costume. in the background. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't when see Superman's it, holding Lois Lane's corpse. Yeah, when Superman's holding Lois Lane's corpse in Cyborg's vision, um, Robin's costumes in the back. So they're in the back cave, which is kind of cool. Yeah, which goes hey, into the whole that? the plot that may have, may not have made sense about uh, Batman boning Lois Lane. Lois Lane, Martian Manhunter was just trying to get a piece of Lois Lane before Bruce Wayne did. That's the whole. Yeah, Bruce did. <laughs> Um, well, I assumed that was. I mean, I, I'm probably reading into it, but you know, the, you saw the the uh, um, birth uh, pregnancy test, right, in the yeah. nightstand. Yeah. So my assumption was there was a problem. The Batman was trying to help because there was a problem with her carrying the baby. That's why they were in the Batcave. Oh, nice. Ah. But in, in a lot of articles, it's, they're saying, or Zack Snyder, I don't know if it's official yeah, or not. His, that, his, original, yeah. his original intention was that Bruce Wayne was going like, to fall in love with Lois and that they were going to have a kid. But I think that's all cut now. I don't think that was the no, intention. No, 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 no. It was going to be uh, that, Lo- that Superman and Lois's kid has no powers. Bruce oh, no, that's what, that's what that's it one, is That's now. another but one, originally, yeah. Originally. Oh. Yeah. Originally, it was a Bruce Wayne and Lois Lane fell in love while Superman was dead. It yeah. was weird. It was gross. <laughs> yeah, and that's why and it's gone Batman. Now. You know, he could, he didn't save Lois, and that's another reason why yeah. future Superman hates her and all that. Well, let, let's. But I, I will ask uh, before we get into the nightmare. Uh, the one thing that <clears throat> we saw a picture of beforehand, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, that's so cool!" The Dark Knight uh, Batmobile. Where Batman's yeah, was in there, for, which made it all in there of all of three seconds. Uh, it would yes, have been nice sir. to have seen more of that, right? But did you see um, in front of it? Did you yeah. see in front of it? There were the uh, guys from the Dark Knight uh, Returns uh, comic. Uh, yeah, camp, yeah. Uh, the mutants. Yeah, there, the, the mutants are yeah. uh, tied up in front of them. Yeah, pretty so cool. That was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. Even if uh, again yeah, it was just I, a CGA, uh, you know, a cut scene. Yeah. Uh, that was cool. I think there's a lot of shots I love. I love the whole Superman picking his costume shot. Uh, the whole his his two dads talking yeah, to him like through that. that I wish it could have been like a montage, like him trying on different <laughs> different Superman costumes. Uh, but I, but I think that scene really worked for me. I like uh, when he starts flying. The music swells pretty great. Uh, like I said, the flash scene's cool. Um, my favorite scene in the movie. I think would have to probably be that scene where they're talking about the mother box oh. and the house and the match. I love you know that they, scene. You know what they should have I done? Think, <laughs> you know what they should have done what? is when he's trading, when he's, they should have had the montage where he's trying on different Superman costumes and they could have said it to, I'm walking on sunshine. Oh, that would have been perfect. <laughs> right. Cause then flying up and, and like, uh, you know, in front of the sun and, and absorbing all the sunshine to power himself up. <laughs> and then he could do a Christ pose in front of the sun. 
Yeah, <laughs> he did. He did again. Oh, he like, does. He did. Every chance he Oh, uh, yeah, he, he did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. Sunshine. That's your that's your missed opportunity, Zack yeah. Snyder. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things. Uh, I love Batman's line when he uh, tells Alfred that Superman's going to show up uh, when he says, faith, Alfred, faith. I think that's even that's a great moment for Bruce yeah. uh, to finish off his character arc. I, I, there's really smart choices in dialogue and in action that really do finish off these characters' character arc. And I love the formation of the League. I think they act way more like a team this time around. They seem like they actually care about each other. They seem to actually be working together. It doesn't seem like they hate each other. Like Aqu- like I said before, Aquaman and Cyborg in the original cut seemed like they hated each other the entire time, <clears throat> right before the final battle. But in this version, Aquaman shows empathy. Flash flashes the comedic relief. Batman actually seems like a leader. Wonder Woman shows compassion. It's They actually come together and actually do things. And I think that is such an improvement on the theatrical cut. That's the best improvement I can give it. You know, I was going to say one, one thing I thought you were going to say it, Alex, <clears throat> when they were bringing back Superman and, you know, flashes getting ready to run and everybody's like, should we do it or not? And Bat- I thought it was great. That oh, Batman yeah. was just like, do it, do it, press the button, hit the button, I, do I, it. <clears throat> and, and I, I think love it's that also he was great being how so Cyborg and everybody was too afraid to kind of go up against him. So yeah. I also love that Cyborg said no, and Flash confused it with go. Right. That, that Cyborg had this horrid premonition, which is, I guess, tied to Bruce's. And it, yeah, it, we don't know and how that, that This is all just, <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, this is all just like a mistake that we just don't know how it's going to turn out. And it's like, oh, shit. That adds new grounds to do should we trust Superman. So it's really, I think it's cool. Yeah, the, cool, no, cool, cool, no, cool. no one knows how these uh, nightmare uh, premonitions come about and pop in people's uh, heads well, or do well, oh, they're, they're not they pop in their heads, but the uh, the premonition. If we're not getting a movie, you know, if we're not getting the nightmare sequence movie, uh, I mean, you can basically fill in the blanks from a uh, yeah uh, another video game property. Uh, oh, injustice. injustice, yeah. I mean, that's, that's yeah. basically the way I took it was it's, it's you know, if they don't finish this, just go play Injustice. There, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, so are you, do we want to get into Nightmare uh, Sequence? Let's get, let's get into the Nightmare Sequence. Right, yeah, Alex, what, do we, what do we know about the Nightmare Sequence this time around? <clears throat> All right. Well, we already know from Batman Superman that Superman's taking over the world or something. There's weird shit happening. But in this one... We, we pick up with Batman, Cyborg, Flash, uh, Mara, uh, Slade Wilson, and then we come to, and then we see Joker, um, I guess on a highway, and they're trying to make their way to wherever their next location, the next base is going to be. Um, and what, in my opinion, is one of the coolest Batman and Joker interactions ever, uh, occurs. And I love it, and I love the scene. It's a little weird, but I actually like it as like a cliffhanger of, where this movie's going to go. If it, if I it, hated it, his laugh. Jesus, I hated yeah, it. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, it was stupid. But I thought the dialogue in the scene itself was really, really cool. Uh, it, it it really did strike me as a Batman and Joker scene, and uh, like a really iconic one that people <laughs> remember. Mm. I really like it. I like I, I like the whole, you're or, or an orphan son, and I love Batman's whole, um, <laughs> his whole thing was like, and when I kill you. I will fucking kill you. And make no mistake, I will fucking kill you. I was like, that is fucking 
dope. I love the visual of the card. The true spruce. Cool. Loved it. That's my opinion. (laughs) I mean, again, he looks cool and all, but why has Batman got a trench coat on? Anybody know? And the goggles. I mean, it seems like the costume's hot enough anyway, and they're like in a desert. Yeah. He's got the goggles. You can't have some. You can't develop some sort of eye shields there. I mean, if anything, he should be wearing the Batman costume that's like culottes. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, but like it it should, he should cool. have like the cut the cut off Batman uh, <laughs> costume. God damn but it! I love me some <laughs> Mad Max Batman is Batman Mad Max Batman's cool shit. I love it. Come on, Joker, get to the point. I'm sweating balls out here. Don't you think it was a little weird for Mira and Deathstroke and and Flash to all be sitting there listening to that dialogue between Joker Uh, and Batman? Can we get going? Because we're kind of in a hurry. Yeah, this seems really awkward. Should we? Uh... We're just going to go ahead and head over there. Where? Yeah, we're just. You guys we're catch up. Let you know you where we're going to wrap this up. Yeah, yeah. You know where we're heading. We're okay. That was really weird. It's like I just forgot they were standing there the whole time. Uh, I wish they, after they were done talking, when, when Batman says, "Don't, don't, mis- don't get me wrong. I will kill you." It panned over, and everybody's like, "What?" <laughs> just wide eyed, like, "What did we just see?" Holy shit! <laughs> uh, but I did like that Mara and Deathstroke and Joker <coughs> were in there. You know, it wasn't like the, it was everybody's. Well, there, you know, it was sort of like this random sk- smattering of people. I thought that Batman put together. You know, and well, and that's yeah. that's what we were saying about injustice, right? Yeah. So, like, in, in the Injustice video game and comic book, and the comic book ran for, like, four years. I mean, it's it's nuts. Mm-hmm. And, and the Injustice comic book is great. It's the extension yeah. of the of the um, original DC Universe. I talked to Tom Taylor uh, at one of the conventions, at, like, at length about it. And, yeah, it was, like, basically he's like, yeah, I was writing because they had just ended the DC Universe and started New 52. And he's like, I just kept writing the DC Universe. He goes, I just continue to write the, you know, uh, like those characters. So that's really like the book in for the original DC universe is injustice. But essentially what happens is uh, Joker sets off a bomb, um, sets off a, uh, uh, a bomb at the Daily Planet, a Joker bomb. Yeah. Superman grabs Lois and uh, tries to fly her to safety. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Superman, there's a... Uh, the Joker is in the Daily Planet, and Superman flies in and grabs him, and he thinks he's killed Lois. He thinks he's killed everybody at the Daily Planet. Well, he flies him up, and it turns out Joker had used like a hybrid of the Joker toxin and Scarecrow's fear toxin, and Superman was seeing like visions, and he actually he, – he thought he was killing Joker – but in actuality, he killed Lois. He flew Lois up Dang. to where the, there was no atmosphere, and he killed Lois. And so it drove yeah. Superman crazy, right? And so in this, you're, you're inferring that something happens to Lois. The uh, the um, uh, anti-life equation, he succumbs to the anti-life equation and becomes a minion of Darkseid, which also happened in um, a, a comic yeah. Uh, as well, where he, where he became like uh, he was, uh, he kind of took Orion's place as Darkseid's son. 
But uh, in Super, yeah. Superman the Animated Series. It happens every few years, actually. I think. It happens every few years. <laughs> so, and then basically Superman just starts killing everybody. And so you've got heroes and villains have to, you know, align to try and. Right. You know, so that was cool. Again, you know, you know, people say uh, Zack Snyder doesn't get involved. I think <laughs> Zack Snyder, you know, this is total fan service, first of all, right? This whole movie of uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League has a shit ton of fan service, including this, where it's like good guys, bad guys team up. And like you said, Brian, it's exactly like Injustice or whatever type stuff. I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. He pulled, he pulled in pieces of DC that you wouldn't have thought would have made it into a movie. Yeah. Right. That whole storyline of injustice, you wouldn't think that would actually make it into a movie. Uh, and, and yeah, he, he pulled it in like Starro, like just the fact that they, they were able to kind of wedge in Starro. Starro is yeah, not going to be somebody that's a bad guy in a movie, but it's cool <laughs> that we got to see a portion of it. You know what I mean? Like, or even like, yeah, and developing leaguers to then introduce them to further movies. I mean, that's a cool idea too. I like that. Yeah. Well, or, or the I guess that I think we're getting uh, that they hinted at Amazon versus Atlantis, right? Right. Amazon yeah. attacks. Like that's something that you know wouldn't be on Marvel's radar to do, but he's given yeah. them the option of doing it. Or just the fact that the next movie would have been um, uh, Injustice Gang. Right. Yeah. Right. With Deathstroke yeah. and Luthor and all. So. Pod, Podman Ron, you were going to comment on the nightmare stuff. Well, hey, correct me if I'm wrong, I because I kind of fade in and out. But like when Flash says Lois is the key, so do you think he's talking about this nightmare sequence? Because once she dies, yeah. Superman loses. Yeah. So yeah, that's okay. yeah. The the assumption is, and that was pretty smart too. The assumption is. Oh well, Lois is the key. They got to have Lois there, or else Superman's going to beat the shit out of him. No, Lois is the key to he because he, he was wearing the Flash costume that he came back to in Batman v Superman right. is the costume he's wearing in the Nightmare sequence. So okay. yeah, he's saying Lois is the key. Like you can't let Lois die, or else Superman's going to succumb to the the anti life equation. And Joker yeah, says wasn't, something about you know you let how many people are you going to let die. And he mentions the multiverse, right? Alex, oh, I'm yeah. sure you've watched this scene how many times? Oh, like four or five at this point. Yeah. So what, what, <laughs> is, what does that all mean, do we think? Or do we know? Uh, I think I think the whole purpose of the scene, um, from what I know from Zack Snyder's storyboards that he's released, that was the future of where the story's going, Their whole, the whole team's mission is to go find the cosmic treadmill to give Flash oh, okay. the opportunity to go back in time and warn Bruce that Lois is the key. So that's kind of where that was supposed to go. Um, but that scene, I think, with Joker telling that is that Bruce doesn't have – if he would sacrifice himself and save Lois, then none of this would have happened. Like, he just doesn't have the balls. How many timelines is he going to fuck up because he doesn't have the cojones to fucking take the bullet, take the shot? He thinks he's too important. So but I it's think funny it's funny that Joker's mentioning talking about timelines and multiverse and all that stuff, right? Yeah, it's really weird. I don't think he was talking about Bruce like dying. I think he was talking about Bruce killing someone. No, like, I think he's talking about Bruce not willing to take take the hit because he because we see Lois die in the Batcave. So there has to be some. Maybe Bruce had the opportunity to sacrifice himself and he didn't, and then Lois died, and Superman went nuts, and then. All this shit happened, and it's all Bruce's fault. Maybe that's 
the epicenter of Bruce's struggle. But is, see, is that all would make if if the if the second movie is Bruce needs to sacrifice himself so Lois lives, then that's why we've heard recently that you know, in the past couple of days that the third Superman movie would have been Wonder Woman is queen of right. of the Amazons and. Uh, Lois and uh, Clark's son is Bruce Kent, who yeah. they they in, the movie ends with uh, them taking Bruce Kent to the Batcave and saying your uncle would be proud. And basically, because he has no powers, he does, but he does become the new Batman. Yeah. So. And what about this truce that uh, Joker is talking about as well, and gives him the card? That's pretty. I think that's just going to be if. If anything, if this ever went anywhere, that'd be really cool to see a moment where Bruce, like, say they, they do it and they can save reality and Bruce just gets the moment to just tear up the car card, and, knowing never this ever is ever going to happen. He can just shoot Joker in the head and be like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> and, and I don't know if you've seen the, uh, again, going back to Cyborg's nightmare vision, supposedly flying by the screen is a torn up Joker card. Oh, yeah, yeah. So is that this another is timeline or whatever? It's it's, it's interesting, uh, and I, I think uh, you probably read about this that uh, uh, Jared Leto and Batfleck were never on the set together. They were filmed separately. Interesting. That's weird. Well, they, nobody they, wants to be on the had, set with Jared Leto. No, he's kind of. <laughs> well, they have they have they have some really good chemistry for not you know <laughs> right. being on set together. I feel like great Jared Leto's Joker was very subdued. I don't know. It was he just wasn't maniacal enough. He just kind of like there. I, I feel like he played that Joker part a lot more crazy in the uh, Suicide Squad movie than he did in this, but. Yeah, I much preferred him in this five minute scene than the Suicide Squad. I I, I like this better. Again, I I almost look at it as, and I've made this up completely by myself, is that this is a character arc for Joker. This is now the, you know, apocalyptic, wary Joker, to where he's almost you know just going along with this gang of people for survival. He's not so jokey, jokey anymore. He's just there to be kind of an asshole more than a jokester. Yeah. Just in the, uh, a thorn Which in the bat side. Right, right. Basically, uh, Batman's last, the last laugh storyline that Snyder and Capula did. Um, yeah. The, yeah. and also, I also kind of feel like it would be a cool beat to say, all right, Choker killed Robin, and in order for him to kind of, well, in the comics, there's a, there's some storylines where basically Harley kind of becomes Batman's sidekick. So almost where he gets to kill Carly and kill another of Batman's sidekicks. So. Ah. Uh, well, okay. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, c- c- complete analysis of, uh, of this, this of Jack, the, the, the Snyder cut. There. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, um, and then the epilogue of, uh, Batman and Martian Manhunter, I guess that's the final scene, right? Yeah, and it's we talked about it. It's it's yeah. fine. I, I didn't I didn't really much like Batman. it either. I would I honestly preferred they would have cut the film at the end of the Joker Batman scene. That, I think that would have been a cool cliffhanger slash whatever. That, actually, you're right. I mean, actually, that and this is what I'm talking about. How jarringly you know yeah. that that nightmare sequence was because so now we went back to a this 
nightmare sequence, which is kind of a prelude to the new this movie. It's like a tease for it. And then we're back in the old other movie with this Martian Manhunter. I mean, it was just all over the place. That was just poor editing. Uh, just terrible. Well, and I, I got to say, I like I did not like the character design for Martian Manhunter. Yeah, I, I wasn't crazy about like, it. I like Supergirl the, Martian Manhunter better than that. Right, that's exactly what I was going to say. The Supergirl Martian Manhunter looked way better yeah. than this Martian Manhunter. I would agree, yeah. So... Yeah. Should we give should oh. we give reviews? Oh, I thought this was this. Are, we, are we just starting the review now? No, yeah, no, I was just saying like our our rating, our rating, our rating of the film. Does, does anyone have any more comments, questions, no, I, concerns? I think I'm I do I did <laughs> just fast forward to the end right now and I do see the ace well, I think is ace chemical plant in the background when the camera pulls out from Bruce's uh, lake house. When Martian Manhunter is there and you see the city behind, I see an ace chemical sign back there. I will say there was one scene in the movie that I don't think was in the Whedon movie that I really, really liked. I, I, I liked when they all went to confront what's his face? Um, Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. Yeah, when they went to confront, not, not at the end, it was like in the middle of it. And it was in a like a warehouse or something. I, I like that scene. It was a really good scene. Oh yeah. And I, don't I mean think like the, the, they, they like action sequence in like the tunnel, the where yeah. Aquaman shows up. Yeah. Yeah. I like that scene. Part, I, that, I, that, that, there's parts of it are in it. Parts of it are not. There's some flash stuff that they cut out. Um, some cyborg stuff. Wonder Woman really, has like a whole new action sequence. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a yeah, lot more it, stuff that they cut out. From that. To me, it, it, it flowed really good and it actually made, more sense and it like explained things what was going on better so i think yeah. overall all the action sequences were really good and yeah film. overall I think, I, th- every, I think you're right there was not a I think this is not a bad action scene no i There's think some this is the first CGI, time Zach, but yeah but i think this is the first time Zack snyder's made not a mind-numbing and like overtly saturated weird mess of an action sequence i think this this is a good this this style of of action is fits him better, and I think is more crowd pleasing than his than Man of Steel or Batman v Superman. Yeah, they they had some good action scenes, uh, but yeah, for the most yeah. part, this it's a good movie. Uh, I'd give it. Oh, what would I give this? Mm. Moment of truth. Moment of truth. I'd give it a four because I'd watch it again. All right, all right, all right. Binary. <laughs> I'm getting. Oh, I give it a. I give it a one binary. <laughs> Brian, Brad. Uh yeah, I will give it a uh, <clears throat> a binary of one. And uh, again, as always, I wish we could do halfsies, but you know, rules Me are too. rules. Ah. Uh, you know, I would say just for not just the movie itself, but the story of the movie, I'll give it a five because I, you know, it is wow. such, it's such a unique. I, again, I I thought it was a thoroughly enjoyable movie, even though I had uh, problems with a lot of things. I didn't. I don't think it was the greatest cinematic feat since Children of Men, which I hold to be, I think, in my number one spot of movies. But 
Uh, I, again, I'm, I'm looking at the, the entire story of how the movie was made, what happened to it four years later, where it is now. I don't, you know, will we ever see a movie like this ever again type thing? And, you know, certainly as these streaming services have these successful movies like uh, uh, The Irishman with Netflix and, you know, millions of dollars poured into that. Uh, that's fantastic. But again, I think there's something, there's so, is this story, this movie has such a unique story to it, um, you know, of, of the fans resurrecting it, you know, so to speak. We'll see if the Snyder verse continues right now. Warner is saying, no, that this is the end, that those, those were the three movies, Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and this. Uh, but you know, who knows, maybe in a few years we do get the rest of, uh, the universe <coughs> come back. So, uh, for that reason, I will give it a five, not just the movie, but the story of the movie. Brian. Yeah, I can see that. I can see Brad's point. Uh, that helps me give it a little bit better review. Like, uh, I, I think that, to Brad's point, it warrants a four for me, but I was leading heavily with going with a three. Oh. But yeah, just the the uniqueness of the scenario that put. Well, I mean, I think I gave a two to the theatrical cut, <laughs> but the uniqueness of the scenario of of what you know, uh, it's unprecedented. The chances we're going to have a scenario. Well, the chances we're going to have a scenario like this again probably aren't great unless <laughs> it becomes the new version of a director's cut. Right. Right. And that's true. Yeah. yeah. You know, it could be like, Oh, well, wait a minute. Like instead of doing like eight extra minutes and call it a director's cut, let's throw 45 minutes or an hour on this sucker. <laughs> right, and, right. Uh, uh, and you know, so I hope it doesn't set a yeah, bad precedence. You're, you're absolutely right. And again, Werner is going on record. I think they've gone on record. Uh, telling David Iyer that uh, we're not going to have a Suicide yeah. Squad. <laughs> you know, so no, you can't even picture this guy sitting, David Iyer sitting in the corner sucking his thumb like, God damn it. I mean, you gave Snyder another chance. Why can't you give me another shot? Uh, so, yeah, yeah, you're right, Brian. Hopefully this uh, doesn't necessarily become the norm. Yeah, I don't want it to become the norm either. But, but at the same time, and why – to me, it's – they did this. They made this. They went. They they fed more money into this. And to me, I think they're sitting back watching, and they're looking at the success of it. And they may be starting to think, well, maybe we should have Ben Affleck as Batman still, yeah, and maybe, maybe we yeah. shouldn't really go after uh, Henry Cavill. And you know, you know, let's not throw all these guys away. You know, we we've got other things coming down the pipe. You know, why are we going to toss this stuff out? Because that's the stuff I really want to see. I want to see a Batman movie, just Batman with Ben Affleck. Right. I want to see. I want to see a better Superman a movie. Happier Superman. With, yeah, I'm, I mean, more to his character. You know, I mean, we're already getting, a, a, you know, an Aquaman movie again. We're getting. Well, we got that turd of a Wonder Woman uh. movie, but. And, but we're, we're also getting a Black Adam with Shazam 2 coming out. So, I mean, why not keep these characters around? And, and the uh, success of yeah. this, I think, will generate yeah, that. It'll be interesting to see what happens with it, right? Can I can I make a quick comment on Shazam real quick? Or on a Black Adam? <laughs> yes. So, yes. You, you realize that uh, um, 
Justice League is now, they launched the new Justice League title, not the new Justice League title, but they the new uh, creative team on the Justice League comic book with Brian Michael Bendis as the writer. Oh. And he's yeah. he's added Naomi, that character he created to the Justice League. Um and he's added yeah. uh, uh uh Black Adam to the Justice League. But do you know what they're going to call him now that he's a superhero? Shazadam. <laughs> Shazadam. Yeah, 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 that's pretty goddamn bad. Shazadam. Shazadam. Great name. DC's killing it. That's nice. um I will say uh I I love this movie. Um which is something I didn't expect. Uh I I hate the theatrical cut. I liked it when it first came out, but I watched it again a while back and it's awful and I hate it. Um I don't know what so what about this is so special watching it. Uh, but it was, maybe it's the story of how this got made. Maybe it's all that feeling, but I genuinely, as someone who's studying the art of film and studying what makes a movie good, this ticked a lot of boxes that about movies of I, that I love that I think are amazing. I thoroughly think this is one of, if not Zack Snyder's best work. Actually, I know it's Zack Snyder's mm, best work. That's not <laughs> best true. Car- Best character work, by far best script, best action sequences. This is my favorite thing he's done. And I've seen, I think, everything he's made. I really like this movie. Um, I think the story behind it's great. But even without the story behind it, I think this is a far better and superior film. And I would say probably top ten, maybe top five best superhero movies in general. I mean, this rivals some of my favorite Marvel movies. Uh, it rivals a lot of things, and I did not expect is... that. As someone who loves the Marvel Cinematic Universe, this movie, it, to me, holds its own against it. I think I think it could... I Personally, I would say it's better than the first Avengers movie, by a long shot. Um, what? I think, I think this is... Alex, I you think may want to tr- pause well, no. some of this because these nope. are going to be words you'll <laughs> have to eat very later. Careful than the next thing. I've watched <laughs> you're going to have to I've eat watched, these words later, but I've watched this, this movie twice so far, and I and, and it's four hours long, and I enjoy it, and I love every second of it. Um, and for that, I will definitely give it a five out of five. If I could go higher, I would. I love this movie. It's not the it's not the most incredible, most fantastic piece of cinema out there. But for what, what it is, it's amazing. It's it's a beautiful movie. And it's it's not like it's not what taxi driver. And it's not that. But for what I love and for what yeah. I love about these characters and for what it is, this is a this is a beautiful film. And um, for a superhero make, movie. But you're talking you to make, the DC guy. And like, I think. Uh, but like, if you can make. But if even my my girlfriend who hates superheroes uh, and doesn't and think is nerdy and everything can sit down and enjoy this a four a four hour very long movie and really like especially the last two hours of it that says something even <laughs> to the extent of that this is a well crafted movie she's a very picky cinephile person and she loves this and she thought it was great. I, she also I we've also is, established she loves a lot of Hugh Grant movies. So that's uh, she, she loves Notting Hill. Remember, <laughs> Brad, it's no Notting mean, Hill. That's Justice League. But I think I think this is for sure uh, a standout, and I think it'll go down as one of the greatest comic movies of all time. All I right, think this cool. is an amazing all right art piece of art. I love it. Yeah, I, love, I, I love it. I love it. 
Brad, <laughs> Alex to his is the claim that it's the, the best <laughs> Zack Snyder movie of all time, I can think of three better Zack Snyder movies right off the top of my head. Ouch. Uh, you Day know what? Dead, uh, Watchmen, uh, yeah. and, uh, and 300 are all better movies than this. Considerably better movies than this. Well, I still stand by Man of Steel as being the best superhero movie. Period. So, Brad, sometimes I think you think that's a joke. I think you're just joking with us when you say that. No, <laughs> it has everything that this has. It has great cinema, music, acting. I like it. Yeah, I I love this movie. I want you to go back and watch Man of Steel, Alex. I I you know after I want I just might. I want to play this clip. Well, when uh, Spider-Man, when the next Spider-Man movie comes out, or the, uh, you know, and, and I want Alex to explain to us yeah. again how this is better than, you know, the Tom top Holland. five superhero yeah. movies of all time. <laughs> I think you're going to have to walk some of these comments back, Alex, at a later date. I don't know. I, 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 I've watched it twice, and I, I want to watch it again. I, I really, really I want to watch movie. it again now, I, Alex. Yeah, I, I I really love it. I don't know. There's something. There's 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 something so much. It. There's so much artistic fervor here that I just think is very admirable. I, um, I just feel like you need to go watch more movies. Like, I, oh, that's all I do is oh, no. watch. All I do is watch movies. You know. I, just, this, here's this, the thing. I'm, I still gave love. it a four. I still gave it a four. But I mean, there's it's there's and, problems with this movie. When, yeah. There's yeah. problems. I could. There's problems with a lot of movies. I mean, Not I could name problems in one of, an Avengers Endgame. Like Man of Steel. Yeah, an Avengers Endgame, a movie I adore and love, and I bawled during. I can name a ton of problems with that, but it's, well, it it's so. more of. I, I would love to hear. I think I think the time travel elements in Avengers Endgame a little wonky. The la- final battle a little too long. Way too a uh, very CGI fest. <laughs> hey, oh my hey, God. man. I've watched the movie again. I still love the movie, and I'm willing to forgive it because I love it, and right. it's one of my favorite movies of all time. But of course, there are issues. But I'm willing to forgive a movie that makes that makes me feel like a kid again. That makes me feel like that does the characters justice and a well. <laughs> Listen, but I young think. Man. But I think I, I'm willing to forgive movies that that instill in me hope and make me feel like art is still you know being used today. Right. And I'm, I'm with can, you, Alex. I'm, I like I, I think to take this me is, back to the summer of 2019 when I was a kid. But I think, but I think, and even here, I think you know, Marvel movies. I I love them to death. I really do. But you don't get character arcs, in my opinion, like cyborgs in a Marvel movie. I, I don't see that. But in here, I really got uh, Captain good character Marvel? arcs. I, Captain Marvel's character yeah, arc, it, you mean? Is a Captain Marvel character arc is what? From I don't cardboard know. to so cardboard. She <laughs> exactly. went from paper to cardboard. Boring. Like this to me is this to me feels like a labor of love. It doesn't feel like a studio pushed it out and just shit on it. It didn't feel like this was a this was a grand. But ironically, field. they did push it out and shit That's on what it. What happened? So, but well, it came back. It, <laughs> the original, but it came back. This this for one. This is probably I don't know. Uh, there's something really powerful about this movie uh, that well, I love. Undoubtedly, I love it's, it's a. It's a very special movie. Uh, again, from what we yeah. talked about and everything, and Alex, I'm 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 thrilled that you're you're seeing it as more of a a cinematic masterpiece. 
I, 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 I don't, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I may not agree with you yeah. on every point, but I, I, I understand well, where you're heading. I will say, and I, and I'm not, I'm not one to defend for artistic side, but I kind of see what he's talking about to a degree where you, you saw someone's vision be totally wiped out. So you see really the importance of a director and their, what their vision is because you had, Zack Snyder do what what he did, but then you had Whedon come in and just totally just just fuck it up. And I mean, he did fuck it up. I mean, if you look at the story and everything, and then you get to look at the what Whedon did to it and the little elements he added, I mean, it totally fucked up that movie. Yeah, but I don't I mean, think Whedon not that not that uh, he necessarily deserves defense, but I don't think Whedon was. I think Whedon was told. We want this, we want this, we want this, and we want it was, under, under two but hours. But even so, then, it doesn't excuse the terrible, I mean, for one, for one thing, he wrote a, he wrote an awful scene where, like, that's very, like, denigrating to the character of Wonder Woman, where flash falls on her boobs. It's completely out of, it makes no sense of why that's even the movie. And it was so bad that they didn't even tell Gal Gadot they were shooting that, and they just made her stunt double do it. Like, Things like that are terrible. Because how suddenly? Because Gal Gadot has no uh, boobs. How? But it suddenly how? And Jesus Christ! How suddenly in the original theatrical cut, a lot of characters of color just aren't in the movie. Cyborg's whole character arc is completely cut out. These are choices that either a studio or the director behind it made. And the yeah, fact I don't that understand. Made were I mean, really bad. Yeah, the cyborg stuff should not have been cut out because it, it is essential to the movie. I mean, why did why did they I think the cyborg stuff was cut because he didn't test well in screenings. I'd be willing to bet people were like, I don't like that character, and that's why they, they cut it down. But I think overall, the audience consensus consensus now is that Brian, you're in the minority. People like Cyborg. They understand. No, I, 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 well I actually, I like Cyborg. Cyborg was more likable in the Whedon cut. It, he really was to me. No, I like mean, the storyline. I like, I'm glad they added the storyline. I like the storyline, but he comes off unlikable in the story. Uh, he just does. I can't help that. That's just the way I feel about it. He comes off you know, as a petulant child is, is what he comes off as. A brooding for someone child. Who lost all his limbs, his mother, and is stuck with a body. Well, I ain't got nothing to do with any of that. power he doesn't understand. Yeah, Maybe y'all just are understanding the pain of the character. He's still alive <laughs> thanks to his father, who he shits on regularly. But, but that's and like, clearly that's his, like, father, his father is trying to, do, to, is trying to connect with him, <laughs> trying to make amends, and all he does is shit on him constantly until he's dead. And Can I say this real quick? The difference I, th I find in the origin kind of is telling, too, because in the comic book, it kind of makes sense why he's mad at his dad is because it was an experiment his dad was doing that caused yeah. that exploded. Wasn't that in the, in the first the movie, loser. too, though? It was in the first I, movie, too. Like, his mom and him were sitting there, and there was an explosion. It wasn't a right, wreck. Right, right. You're exactly right, Brian. And that makes more sense to me yes, does, that he'd yeah. be more mad at his dad because no, of but that. He, no, but he but, explained his resentment towards his dad in this. is because yeah, he didn't come if to he his was at, games. 
Yeah, if he was at the game. If yeah, that's what they're talking about. So, yeah, I'm glad why. you went to all of Alex's plays, Ronnie. I went all but of Alex's games. Think, so. but, I think, but I don't think that's like a singular event that made Victor hate his dad. I think that was no, saying no, this uh, always I don't happens. Care if, if, yeah, he missed all of his football games. Okay. But he also saved his life when he should be clearly dead. Right. And, it's made, and, you, and, and well, through I, the movie, you see he makes multiple attempts <laughs> to make amends. And all Victor does is is just feed him a one plate after of shit after another plate of shit after another plate of shit. He's not a likable character. But he becomes it. That's what Alex is trying to get to. Is that yeah, maybe he I'm was saying, kind of a jerk, but he he actually has some sort of a character development. So you can't. Character make doesn't be, have to initially come off. Tony Stark in the first Iron Man is a complete dickwad. Yeah. He's an asshat. And over the course of the film he goes on he goes on a redemptive arc. You can't just expect a character who's been through such traumatic experiences to just be like, "Oh shucks, Dad." How did I, he, I get how it? How did he lose half his face, both arms, and both legs? And, I mean, I know it can be done. I'm not saying that all car wrecks. In a car wreck, but in a car wreck, so that that all that seemed a little squishy. The, the man was cut in half. <laughs> right. I mean, it, yeah. it could happen, no doubt. But it seemed. Yeah, a little... that also. Yeah, an explosion much better explains yes. why he was left with uh, with so such little. Half Parts of his body lip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. God damn it. I'm taking it down to a four. <laughs> All right. Alex, you but, wanna, I mean, we're at the two hours. But in conclusion, but in conclusion, it, it is a bet it is a much better movie than the Whedon one. I mean, Fair much enough. I mean, and, and to my surprise too, it was much better. And I and I enjoyed it and I will watch it again. I mean I and that's these days, the older I get, I usually don't watch a movie twice, but I'll watch this one again. So, All right, Alex, I think you had a little something to do with that. Good job. Hey, <laughs> I did something. <laughs> so Georgiana liked it? Georgina. 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 Yeah, whichever are. one. She actually, I, I, I hate to tell you all this, but she actually listens to the podcast. She's, she's actually become a listener. Well, tell <laughs> oh. her she got a shout out finally. Who's your favorite pod man? <laughs> Well, my dad just mispronounced my girlfriend's name, so it's probably not my dad at the moment. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I'm agreeing with everything you say, so I got to be at least. Number I think. Two. I think. I think Brad might be number 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 two favorite podcast. I'm number two. <laughs> and I'm down here uh, with PMR. Yeah, we're, we're raking the, the pronunciation. Uh, hey, once she meets once she meets Gangi, she'll understand where I come from. Well, she'll feel oh, better. If she, yeah, she'll feel better if she hears how he says uh, Idris Elba. <laughs> Idris Elba. <laughs> He'd make a great uh, Deathpool, Deadshot, whatever he is. All right, well, well, oh, we, we do have Suicide Deadshot. Squad coming out in a couple of months, right? Yep. We do. Hopefully, it's better than David Ayer's turd. It's our good. Don't we have uh, Mortal Kombat coming out Friday? <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it Friday? No, we got. Uh, well, oh, I think Mortal Kombat's in April. Godzilla versus Kong uh, next. Godzilla year. Kong. Yeah. And and of course we'll have a couple. Of, we'll have a uh, shit Falcon and Winter Soldier. Coming yeah. Up here soon that we'll be reviewing, and of course the Sound of of Metal. PMR. Oh yeah, so we'll have to get ready. Ready, Cam, ready to go with that. that one. Yeah, Brad, do you have the interest, the intro music ready and everything? I mean, hey Brad, real quick, I will, I will this have is, it ready. This, yes, this is off topic, real quick. But I saw a uh, 
a promo for a Godzilla movie, and it piqued my interest, and I was going to ask you about it. Oh. It's, it was a Japanese one called Shin Godzilla. Oh, yeah, it came out 2009. I don't know. It came out I a while saw back. A, I saw a trailer of it, and it looked pretty good. Is it really good? I mean. It is a lot of people standing around talking. So, no, it, it, it's really good. It's the, the Shin Godzilla was, uh, again, a reimagining of Godzilla, kind of a one-shot type deal. Uh, the Godzilla character itself was is very creepy and was designed by the uh, – or the, the whole movie was directed by the guy who directed or came up with Attack on Titan, I think. I uh, forgot the guy's name. But, yeah, it's, it, but it's, it's a uh, – a uh, what am I trying to think of, Alex? A uh, anal- not an analogy. A, uh, a metaphor. A metaphorish of um, uh, a government not doing things, sort of like oh. so Godzilla comes and everybody's the the uh, the Japanese government's talking about well who should take care of this and while they're discussing and fighting about what department should do things or who should do what then Godzilla's destroying the the city of course but it has pretty cool visuals and everything the yeah what I saw it. Uh, and the what? Godzilla itself is just a very bizarre version of Godzilla. It's, he shoots out purple laser beams out of his dorsal fins and stuff like that. It's, I, I like it a lot, but it's out there. Well, damn. Well, there you I go. thought that was the one I could jump on. but Now, you could, you could fast forward to the Godzilla scenes and forget the human scenes, which is pretty much any Godzilla movie when we're <laughs> getting down to it. Godzilla I'm looking forward Kong. to the... Uh... Yeah. Yeah, so far, it's gotten out? pretty good uh, reviews, but I think everybody was saying just that. It's like, yeah, skip the human stuff, just get to the monsters fighting, and they're really good fight scenes. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll find out next week, maybe. All right. Well, guys, I'm done. All right, Alex, you better uh, yeah. take us out. All right. Well, with that, what was that, two hours? Two, yeah. two hours and 12 minutes? Uh, I think I think we're done wrapped it up here. So, I guess until next time. Really? Nobody's my job. There we go. 